All right, welcome to the Two Tobies podcast, people. It's been, what, like two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Um, here with me, I have my boy, Toby, my co-host, uh, the co-host with the most. Uh, and, of course, it's Corey on the mic. And we also have a guest caller here with us. Uh, it's our boy, Vic, man, calling straight out of Texas. Uh, Cody, Texas. You there? Oh, Katy, Texas. My my bad, my bad. Um, yeah. So Vic Vic is one of our uh, he's one of our our friends on our p- politics podcast. Man, uh, the pod, the the thread. It's one of these WhatsApp threads. And let me tell you, man, that thread <laughs> it gets Insane. it gets intense. <laughs> it gets very intense. Um, and and Vic Vic is actually in oil and gas. He's in Katy, Texas. Um, and he's one of the few people that I feel on the thread, at least, that I feel like are is aware of what's going on outside of the elite media bubble that you see today. Let me just put it. I'm putting that nicely, by the way. He's one of the few people, and there are not that many people. Uh, for those that don't know, there's a lot of people out here that they, they, they only get their news from certain sources. And that's yeah. a problem. Yeah, I mean... There's there's some people that they only get their news from what you see on like cable news, and they don't realize that uh, there's so much of cable news and even traditional news that has been compromised to say the least. <laughs> um, and yeah. I, I, and we've been seeing it play out in the last couple of weeks, and we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to all of it, uh, but I think first we should first start out from. Um, the last thing that happened since last time we went off, which was the, the last presidential debate. Um, last presidential debate was in, was it, was it Arizona? Um, Nashville. Nashville, yeah, Nashville. Nashville. Okay, yeah, it was in Nashville. Uh, it was, even the lead up to the debate was controversial in itself. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I think Kristen Walker was, Kristen Welker was the, debate moderator Mm -hmm. i think she did a good job yeah same yeah i I agree i think she did it i I think she did a decent job even though i felt like there were times when she kept butting into trump's speaking time Mm -hmm. like i I don't know if you noticed but she kept she always kept interrupting trump Mm -hmm. every time he like tried to but he you know she would still let him speak um and then but the interruptions weren't as much with with biden Biden. I mean that was clear. Mm-hmm. Anyone could have seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but it was still like yeah. like the best which could possibly be hoped for compared to everyone else. It was. It was. It was definitely better than yeah. the Chris Wallace shit mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Chris Wallace is a hack. <laughs> yeah. So Vic, so how? What did you think about the debate itself? Who, who do you think uh, won that? Objectively speaking. Um, I, I, I mean, for, for Biden, you know, uh, as long as he's able to, you know, um, uh, finish a debate, you know, without falling asleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's always it, a win. It's a win for him, right? He can do that. I know. It's always a win for him when he can, when he can get out of a debate, you know, without falling off. He, he, he was taking his... Um, 
his watch, you know. He was. Um, he was. That was yeah. that was a very bad sign. <laughs> at some point. He kept he he kept so, at some point he was looking at his watch. Yeah. No, no, like online, yeah. There's actually like a meme of like where Biden is looking at his watch. Mm-hmm. And that meme like compares him to I think George Bush Senior or something, in like it's it's or ninety two. Yes, his... yes, he was looking at his watch. Yeah. Let, me, let me actually. Pull he it was out. looking so, at his watch. So 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 um you know the if I'm gonna you know grade uh, both candidates um you know, to start they they always like to you know uh, lead off with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. COVID, COVID, COVID. Trump was it? COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID, 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 COVID. But, you know, from all his, you know, previous town halls and debates and, you know, media availability sessions, mm-hmm. I think um, that debate um, was the best, you know, he's handled, you know, the COVID um, the questions. COVID, uh, questions. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, I mean, you can't deny the fact that you know, that is um, um, Achilles' heel, you know. Yeah. Um, it's he's always it on the, When you're on the defensive, you know, to start a debate, you know, it's always difficult, you know. It is. Which, which, which makes what I'm going to go into now very important because the, um, the number of enforced errors, you know, uh, yeah. Biden threw his way. Mm-hmm. To make him close very strong was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Because after the, after the, after the COVID uh uh, section. Yeah, I think the the the, the, the delve into uh, you know national security. Uh-huh. I was so relieved. You know, Trump didn't um, go very personal with the Hunter thing. I know it's a thing. He I stayed above. He stayed above the fray. He stayed above the fray. He did. But he, but he <laughs> yeah, did mention that. He did. He did. He didn't get too detailed. And I think. Oh, I don't, and I don't Vic about his crack smoking habits. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, I, I think, and, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the key things about getting the thing about the Hunter Biden scandal is a scandal is it's very, very, it's, it's very complex. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of like you have to understand. Like you have to understand. It's like the Hillary um, scandal from 2016. There are like yeah, many layers and layers. There are layers. It's not just something that you can just put out there mm-hmm. and people will understand. It's it's pay yep. for play politics, right? Which a lot of them do, mm-hmm. but for, for yeah. this was this was one that got exposed. I mean, it, it's been exposed yep. in in a way that we haven't seen before because this one involves the son of the president, mm-hmm. Hunter Biden. And I think yeah. for our, I think we we owe it to our listeners to kind of at least give like a breakdown of what this is about, right? So, and Vic, yeah. correct me here if I'm do, wrong. Do Toby. you want us to touch? Do you want us to touch that little? Because that's. That should be a segment on its own. I know, I know. It probably should be a segment on it. You're right. It probably should be a segment on its own. Let's 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 yeah. let, let's finish up with the debate. So, what else did you think about? What, what, yeah. what else were your takeaways with the debate? Yeah. What, what what surprised me the most was how vulnerable Biden was. You know, um, when they got into race. You know, I was thinking that would be a place where because I mean, if uh, you remember the Chris Wallace. Yes. Uh, disaster. Yes. You know, stand by and stand, stand back and stand by. Boy, mm. You know, mm-hmm. denouncing white supremacy. Yes. Even though Trump has done that, you know, countless times and all that. Yes. Um, but I mean, Trump enumerated, you know, his achievements. You know, uh, the First Step Act, Opportunity Zone. He just said know, everything he had done. Mm-hmm. He has a record to run to yeah. run on. That's what people don't realize. Yeah. Trump has a record to run on. <laughs> He has a huge exactly. record to run on. 
and 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 the next thing it goes, you know, uh, uh, you've been in Washington. And another theme, you know, constant theme throughout the night was, you know, reminding people, even though he's an incumbent, you know, he keeps uh, he kept reminding people. You've been people, in Washington for forty-seven years. He's been there for forty-seven. Forty-seven years. years. He made himself uh, the outsider, you know, just like you know what went down with uh, with Hillary in twenty sixteen. Yes. And I'm the outsider. You know, you are the entrenched politician. Yes. Um, you've been there 47 years, and you keep saying you're going to do this. All we can remember you did for uh, the minority community was the 1994 mm -hmm. crime deal. That put Biden on the defense. And you he know, kept bringing was, it up. It was kind of shocking. Because he I kept thought bringing that was it up. Yeah, with this whole... Um, the, the words, the words that he kept, the, the words that, sorry to interrupt you, the words that Trump kept repeating was like, if you, if you would have done it, you'd have done it. But you couldn't, yeah. or something yeah, like that. True. Remember, you kept saying that mm -hmm. if you were going to, but you know what, you couldn't, because you, you, because you're yeah. not, you're not the guy for it. And he kept repeating that. And, and remember, he made he made Biden apologize. <laughs> you know, when you're apologizing on he national did. TV, he did you know, before. He did. Uh, 60 million people. About he the, did. the crime deal. That he did. Yeah, he, he, you know, well, he uh, said that. He said that it was a mistake or something like that, right? Yeah. He said, I made a mistake. Yeah, he admitted, yeah. Oh, man, I don't think you understand how damaging that. People, oh, yeah. you see, you see, now, in the media, now, we have to go back to the media because the regular people that are busy with nine and fives, they, 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 don't, they don't get to understand like the intricacies of what was going on here. They, all they do is they come, a lot of them, they might even watch, but maybe they were watching and they were busy doing something else. But what happens here is that it's usually the reaction after the debate that people usually come away with, right? Like people, like whenever they're watching cable news, right? But, but there is also something key. Like yeah. once the whole debate was done, someone actually did like a Google keyword search where you can like check like the trends for keywords. Mm -hmm. And I think like a phrase which mm. which says something like change my vote or something mm -hmm. all, all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden yeah. took off like yeah. right after the right after the debates, like after Change the My Votes, really. Yeah. It picked up. <laughs> yeah, it's very trending. I'll yeah, tell you why on Google. and and I'll I'll actually tell you why I why I feel that whole thing kinda of picked up. In my own opinion, like where Biden kind of killed himself in that whole debate wasn't even necessarily the whole thing with criminal justice, you know, per se, or his record with the black community. Mm -hmm. It's the whole thing about killing the oil industry. Mm. Even the debates yeah. moderator like yeah. basically said, Biden, why did why you would you do that? Just so, say that. She said, well, yeah. why, she said, why would you do that? Exactly. Like, yes, you know. Well, so, so we're gonna phase them out. We're gonna, we're gonna slowly. Pick. I'm yeah. just like, oh man, it was a shit that, show. And was, and that, here is also was, something key. That was disastrous. Biden, like like um, Biden was win in um Pennsylvania. Yeah. And Pennsylvania is like a key state, like where you know there's fracking, oil oil exploration, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And only a politician who is willing to commit suicide will go into Western Pennsylvania and say, "Hey guys." Fracking's gonna end in the next five years. Tough luck with your jobs. No one's gonna do something. What like was he that. thinking though? Like, at, was that the plan? Was that the plan to, the, to throw the, the oil industry? And the, it's funny because Vic, Vic, I mean, you're you're actually in the oil and gas industry, so this I mean, is clearly yeah, yeah. against your mine. interests. <laughs> no, no, like, like I'll say mine personally, right? Like, regardless of what one thinks about, you know, global warming, climate change, or whatever it's called now, here is the main thing which I feel, man, people really. Do not understand where i feel it's going to cause serious trouble like 
in countries like the UK, Germany, and things like that, there, like there actually are plans in the making to actually like you know totally phase out, you know, um, gasoline cars. Mm-hmm. But here is just the pure bloody reality. Teslas and EVs. They're too expensive now. They're too expensive. Like the average person can't afford yeah, it. That's just. I'm, that's I'm just trying to get reality. a Tesla, and I'm seeing how the, the prices, yeah. and I'm like the used Teslas. Yeah. The prices of the used Teslas even, to even, me. Even, even the used <laughs> ones are expensive. Talk that's what I'm saying. Oh, brand new ones. The yeah. prices of the used Teslas, I'm because like, I'm trying to get a new car. I want to get a new car. I'm, and you know, I mean, I wanted to get a Tesla for a while because, man, mm-hmm. I, I love Elon Musk. I love same, know, oh, same. the stuff he the stuff he does. And the price is ridiculous. Yeah. No, but, like, do not get me wrong. And one thing which I'll say, you know, which I'm very open to. Yep. Technology does change. Musk is doing a ton of research, like, you know, trying to improve the batteries. But, like, let's be yeah. very realistic. People who use EVs are not a bunch of rednecks in God knows where, in Texas or in, in South Carolina. Well, the people are not there yet. People now. who use EVs are mainly solidly middle class people. That's just the reality. Middle and upper class. Yeah. That's just that's yep, just yep, the reality. So for you to now come and say, and you know also, what, we're going to phase out an industry. And, Do you know how many jobs are tied to that industry? About ten million. And like, also, and 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 also, here's something else that's key. In a country like the United States, like we do not really have that much of a public transport culture compared to like European countries, like countries like let's yeah. say Germany. It's, it's too big of a country. UK. It's too big of a country. We, now. Now there's some say, cities that yeah, have sophisticated, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, you know, railways and mm-hmm, trains and all that. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority well, of Americans, like, like one cars. thing, one thing I can say, like, I have lived in the South for well over ten years. In the South, the way you get around, both in cities and in rural areas, is you need a you car. have to have a way to drive yourself around. You need a car. Because, like, for example, look at a city like Orlando, for example. Yes. Orlando is, like, a big, sprawling city. Mm-hmm. Orlando does have, um, they do, quote-unquote, have a bus system. So, like, for example, there was a time I lived in East Orlando, mm-hmm. and I had roommates who, at a point, worked at Disney, mm-hmm. and they were telling me that whenever they tried to get the bus mm-hmm. from East Orlando... To Disney, It'll take them four which, hours. Yeah, like they have to like, wake up about five o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah, like two to three hours each way. Yeah, but but we're but yeah, we're very yeah. enough. Let's yeah, get back to yeah. the debate here. So, I what know, other takeaways did you have, Vic, from from the debate? Yeah, so uh, so, so, so Toby actually captured um, uh, the climax for Trump and the anti-climax for <laughs> for Biden. For Biden, that I mean, yeah, yeah, that you guys said everything. I mean, that was political suicide, like. I mean, even even Hillary, Hillary, you know, during the debates, you know, she talked about clean coal, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, she 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 never touched that, you know, she never fell for that bait. And um, uh, Joe, you know, uh, foolishly fell for that. And, he did. Um, there was another. He, there was that, another one that, that there that was might a cost him Pennsylvania. Yep, that might cost him Pennsylvania. That might cost him Ohio too. Pennsylvania is like two states in one. I'm sure you know most of you know um, yes. the dynamics of that state. I used to live there. Uh, oh, you did? Where? Pittsburgh. Which? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I live in Pittsburgh. Yeah, one of the suburbs of Pittsburgh, and um, obviously, just like you see everywhere in the country, you know yes. the uh, the cities, including mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Uh, 
typically uh, liberal strongholds. Yes. Uh, but when you start moving into the suburbs and you know the rural counties mm -hmm. uh, where the fracking is done, I mean, my job was, you know, designing models, you know, uh, to aid fracking. <laughs> so, really? So, uh, <laughs> was, yeah. So, so, so that's my constituency, and you know, when I heard that, I'm like, ah, oh. you know, it's it, it's not just. Uh, see, a lot of people that you know are not plugged into the industry don't even know how terrible what he did was like it's not it's not just people that work in the oil and gas industry it's a town it's landowners because because they, you know they get paid royalties you know? yeah so if you have a land like you have your family land and you know you leave it out to oil and gas companies to drill on it mm -hmm. um, uh, every uh, cubic meter of uh, cubic uh, food of gas that is produced yeah you get paid royalties out of it that has made you know multi-millionaires out of you know wow I mean, uh, one thing i'll just say uh, pennsylvania that, that, that we're really you know um after the steel industry collapsed you know they didn't have anything there was a great you know uh something close to depression in you know uh -huh. in, in 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 the pittsburgh area yeah that's and true oil and gas save them natural gas came and saved them and you're call, coming to tell, tell tell them that you know what you want to transition you want to well, you, you want to eliminate it? You know, like, uh, are you kidding me? You know, so that, that's a big deal. You know, like, one thing I'll just say, and and in a way, this is kind of like digressing, but it's just a real quick digression. Like, you know, like, you just talked about how people in Pennsylvania, like, in general, like, they collect royalties from, like, like um, all the fracking off their, their land, yes. right? I mean, like, ideally, mm -hmm. in a country like Nigeria, that's, like, what should happen, like, you know? People, you know, you have your land and the companies come in, they give you royalties and everyone is happy. Mm. And, I know. Um, yep. Yeah, 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 you have a, you have a point, you know, but uh, like, like we all know, everything is, um, or pretty virtually everything is wrong, you know, with Nigeria. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> that's another the oil industry is not, yeah, it's a story for another day. Story oh, for another day, man. The, the industry is nationalized, you know. Yeah, that's true. Northern that doesn't have oil in you know mm -hmm. um their land it's running everything and owning uh all kinds of oil blocks you know in the niger delta that's mm -hmm. that shouldn't happen but <laughs> we, yeah. we can touch that next time yes yeah. yes so so yeah going back to that debate that you know that incredible answer um probably cost in pennsylvania we'll see but um it's oh. it's, it's going to be interesting I would you know, also add uh, something else. In the next five days. But it's not just Pennsylvania. There's Ohio no, too has, yes. has a lot of oil. Yes, there is Ohio, but I'll, I'll also add something else. And this might be kind of, I'm, I'm jumping ahead of where we're meant to be. There have also been um, all the riots in like Philly, like in the past 24 hours. Yes. Yeah. And I feel, yep. number one, yep. the whole thing to, to, to do with fracking in Pennsylvania and also the riots in Philly, because like, even like as far back as all the riots that happened throughout this summer, People in Philly are kind of uneasy with, you know, the Biden candidacy and all the riots and how he hasn't really been strong mm -hmm. on the riots and things like that. And I kind of feel that an indirect effect, which um, um, the Philly riots might actually have in Pennsylvania is people in the suburbs of Philly who might have been on the fence about Trump and Biden might all of a sudden just say, yeah, F this, this. 
we're going for Trump because this, like, these are not the first riots they're experiencing this year. They experienced all those riots throughout the summer, and then now these riots in the past twenty-four hours, you know, for four days or five days before an election. So I feel that it's crazy. If like what we actually might see is Trump might not necessarily win in like the suburbs of Philly, Mm -hmm. but just all these riots might actually reduce um turnout oh no might reduce um yep. biden's lead in the suburbs mm-hmm. of philly and make things yeah. close oh uh, i see what you mean yeah you see it's funny because you, you guys have, keep saying you have, a, you have a point you guys you keep saying it's going to be close the game plan uh the the democrats game plan for pennsylvania has always been run up the scores in philly and you know um and pittsburgh areas and um hope uh, the Republicans don't catch up in uh, the, western, the, the, the western side. And the, so uh, if you're familiar with, you know, the politics of Pennsylvania, you know, the, the, the east, the Philly area yep. is heavily uh, Democratic. Uh, the, western the west area is also Democratic. Uh, is, uh, uh, it's heavily, mixed. you know, Republican, except uh, maybe Pittsburgh, you know, um, uh, which which is maybe like 55, 45, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a city, so you expect, you know, the Democrats to get more votes there, but, you know, the, the differential is not as uh, tremendous as what you see in, in the Philly area. Yeah. So, uh, but, but, the, the but, key, but, but it still leans Democrat, though. Pittsburgh still leans yeah. Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. But then, they, but then they, oh, they yeah, definitely. but then they say, they say the middle is, is, is Alabama. That's what, that's the joke that James, exactly. James Carville made. Wait, the <laughs> says, middle is Alabama? Yeah. It's like a joke. It's oh. like the middle of Pennsylvania is like oh, Alabama. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, that's actually true. It's yeah. like Trump land. No, but like, here is also something else you people should really realize about Pennsylvania. Like, the like the way like average rural voters there are is they may be Democrats in registration, but in many ways they are not like like coastal woke Democrats. Yeah, they're like they're they're like uh, okay, like in like in their social values they're either conservative or moderate, mm-hmm. and then like in economic views they are like middle middle of the road. Yeah. So like a very good example yeah. to give. I'm not sure if you guys know um. You know, um, Senator um, Bob Casey from Pennsylvania. Yeah, his dad was also a governor. Mm-hmm. I am almost a hundred percent sure that if his dad was alive today, his dad would probably be pro-Trump. And I'm pretty sure that, like the people, yeah. like the people who supported his dad being governor yeah. today, would probably follow. follow are him. pretty much the Trump voters of today because, like. A huge area which he kind of disagreed with the Democratic Party on yeah. was this whole thing to do with abortion and even gun rights. Mm. He felt that mm-hmm. because in the, in, in the 90s, one thing he was saying is, look, you guys, you need to understand that there's a whole country, you know, out there who have, you know, their different ways. And he always clashed with them over the whole issue. And at the end of the day, it's those same voters, for, for example, who made Ronald Reagan president in Pennsylvania. And it's the same voters also who are making Trump president. So basically, history is repeating itself. So I'm curious though because <clears throat> Vic is is very interesting because you you're you're a Trump supporter, right? Like proud Trump supporter. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm 
I'm I'm out. You know, there are a lot there are a lot of there are a lot of closeted uh, Trump supporters. I know. Supporters like me. There are a lot of closeted <laughs> Trump supporters. There are a lot of closeted Trump supporters. Um, the now you're in Texas, so you don't. I'm sure you don't. You don't get as much uh, pushback because you're surrounded by a lot of conservatives, right? Is that safe to say? Um, yes and no. Yes, because um, uh, obviously Texas is a red state. Yeah. You don't believe what you're hearing from people there that you know it's going to turn blue. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe it either. Yeah, um, same. That's BS. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, obviously the um, demography is changing. You know, mm-hmm. um, we, we've seen transplants from from Cali, from Cali. and um, other high um, uh, high tax states. You know, moving here, especially mm-hmm. the Austin. So Texas has um, uh, four major uh, metro areas. You have yeah. uh, the the Houston uh, metro. You have the Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, uh, Dallas and Houston, you know, metro areas are you know top seven in the country or something like that. So um, then you have uh, San Antonio and Austin. So Austin now, and a lot of people are dubbing Austin, you know, the uh, Silicon Valley of the South, you know, because a lot of this tech, Apple, Google, okay, uh, building, um, you know, uh, their second campuses in Austin. So okay. it's 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 kind of coming up big time, you know. Um, um, in the tech world, so that has attracted a lot of liberals, you know. And even before then, you know, uh, general elections, the, uh, the 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 four major cities are won by Democrats. But then again, I mean, I think Texas has over a hundred counties or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's um, a big state, almost two hundred. Like, you know, so, like I said, you know, for Pittsburgh earlier in Pennsylvania. Uh, the, the the margin of victory, you know, for the Dems is not like what you have in Los Angeles or New York City, where you where you're seeing like maybe a 70-30 split. Yeah. So you kind of see maybe 55-45, you know, here. So even though the Democrats, you know, win these big cities, the Republicans run up the scores in the rural um, areas. You don't get a lot of votes, but you have so many of those counties. Mm-hmm. So that at the end of the day. Uh, uh, the the Republicans still win easily. So um, forget about all the polls. You see, having Biden, you know, uh, with the lead here in Texas, Trump is going to win. The margin of victory is not going to be like what past presidents. It used to be double digits before. Yeah. Times are changing, and I think the Republicans will have to like um, uh, recalibrate after this and mm-hmm. you know, try to woo. Um, Younger voters, you know, minority voters, you know. Yeah. I don't know why they don't do that. You know, they have a lot of things that can appeal. Trump is what well, Trump is know. the first conservative I've seen in a long time that has actually reached out yeah. to the black votes. Mm-hmm. Like he constantly does it. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed he's constantly bragging? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why whenever people say, Oh, Trump is racist, this I'm like, what kind of racist constantly brags about? All the stuff that he's doing for the black community. Like the, know, it would seem I weird, know, right? Like, like no. That like, wouldn't that turn off your entire like, racist, let me just, well, racist no, base? Like, like, let me actually just He's say something always really bragging. quick. Let me just actually say something really quick. And it's something I've always said for a very long time. This applies to white people. This applies to black people. There is a class divide between bougie, white, and black people mm-hmm. and everyone else. The truth about the matter is, okay, for example, 
the signature thing with Trump really are his immigration policies, and it's meant to be the thing about how you know racist Trump is and things like that. Yeah, but then well, you have Hispanics no, no, wait, wait, rallying no, no. to him now, anyway. Something key, something key, something which many people do not realize. Black people in this country have never really been fans of immigration. They've never been fans. Look, CNN might not tell you, you know, um, MSNBC might not say it, mm -hmm. but black people in this country have never really been fans of immigration. Like, let me. Give, but, I, but, I, but I think they've been, I, I, but I think so, they've been empathetic, right. though, towards, towards immigrants to an extent. Y yes. Like, politically yes. speaking. Yes, to an extent. But, like, let me give solid examples. You know, people always give, like, the example of, like, between, like, is it like the 1860s and 1920s, whereby mm -hmm. tens of millions of people came into this country and things like that. Mm -hmm. The truth about the matter is, during that time, so-called black leaders didn't really support it, support it. And the reason was very simple. What was happening was, you have all these black people who were coming in from the south mm -hmm. to the north to go and look for better opportunities. Mm -hmm. And you have people coming in from Eastern Europe it's like the Northeast also looking for opportunities. And the people from the South were being, being, being basically told back to Displaced. the line. Yeah. And then the people from, from um, Eastern Europe. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, even in, in, in the um, mid-1990s, there was um, a former congresswoman from Texas called Bar um, Barbara Johnson. Barbara Johnson? Who, okay. re who released the um, Johnson Report. And she was, she, was, she was a staunch liberal Democrat. And part of what the Johnson reports actually said was immigration should be cut. And one of the things she said was, look, this thing adversely, you know, affects low-income people and especially who, like, you know, blacks are among them. So, yes. like, like, like the whole thing... It, 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 it's, a job, it's a job killer for no, no, certain no. groups. No, no, let, like, let's just, no, let, no. let's be honest. No, no, like, like, it displaces a lot of jobs. No, 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 like, here's the main thing. I don't doubt that, and my views on, immigrations, on immigration are not even, you know their views but one thing i'll tell people is people should kind of really understand their history very well and not a mythical um varnished history they give everyone yeah. there are segments of the black population which are skeptical about immigration because of this whole issue of you know jobs mm -hmm. and things like that and it's the fact, jobs issue and Toby, and the Toby, fact that you are you're you right i mean it's it's I don't, it shouldn't be that difficult to even see, I mean, because, uh, I mean, uh, the, the black community in the, the I mean, US, like, um, already complain about marginalization, you know, opportunities are not there. So do you think they'll be the ones in the forefront of like welcoming, you know, uh, other, uh, other groups, other minority groups, you know, to come and uh double or triple the competition they're facing already so yeah but but i feel uh, like you guys are forgetting the fact that yeah, the democrats right. have managed to control the narrative absolutely that, true especially mm -hmm. within the black mm -hmm. community like let's let's be honest and that's why i i, I get it that I, I know there's probably a big faction of blacks that don't like immigration but there's also a good faction that have believed this myth that the media has put together on on trump sure now i'm sure they're, they're obviously they're things they're accusations they're things that you can accuse trump that has that he has done like things that he has done poorly mm -hmm. let's get it twisted mm -hmm. but i think we're missing the fact that the media has a stronghold on the narrative on, on trump 
or basically on conservatives when it comes to blacks and they've True. controlled that narrative for years that's why blacks have voted for democrats True. at a 90 percent clip it, it's not a coincidence True. it's been happening True. and I, i'm trying to understand what i mean what else could it be is it i i guess and because I, I i refuse to believe that we're like we as a black community and i consider myself as part of the black mm -hmm. community i refuse to believe that we are we can be that naive that we're constantly voting at a 90 percent clip I even have, africans no, it's not just, I have a it's theory. Not just black even no, even i have a theory you notice a lot of, even a lot of us africans i, I have a theory we're like lifelong democrats a lot of us i have a theory and this might be kind mm -hmm. of offensive to people yeah but i'll I'll still, but I'll still, but, but I'll still go ahead and say it. I'll still go ahead and say it. It, like generally speaking, in the black community in this country, yeah, there is a there is a healthy mistrust for um, elites and political leaders, which has never developed. So, like for example, many of us. Africans, we come from a background whereby the default is to suspect, um, is to be um, skeptical about political elites. And I'll even go one step ahead and say, even so-called white America, look at things very closely. White America doesn't trust white politicians. That's, that's the blunt truth. And I feel that like through the years, all the like struggles against racism and things like that, Black leaders were at the forefront, the ones meant to guard the community. Mm -hmm. And basically, there has never developed a skepticism or, or mistrust of black, so-called black leaders. And I feel that until the day that that thing happens, that people would understand that because some because a so-called leader looks like you, Doesn't you mean people do not necessarily... He's working for, for your best interest. Until the day that that thing happens and that bond between black people and black leaders can either be broken or it can be weakened so what you're implying is that what you're implying is that black leaders tell them who to vote for you're right and what and what yeah, you're right and it, because, ha it happened with biden because, no no let me finish okay. what, what you're implying is that you're imp what you're implying is that the reason why there's such a stronghold democrats have such a stronghold in the black community is because perhaps they've done a better job with recruiting black leaders into their fold a thousand percent and then using that using them as the messengers a thousand percent for wow so yeah. so i think i think what because i don't want to believe at this point what we can all agree is that Please. conservatives I, I know i'll let you finish okay. what we can agree is that conservatives need to do a bit better job with courting the black vote because it, it doesn't make yeah. any sense that that there has been this much of a gap 90 percent clip for the last 40 years why in my own opinion, no sense. And, and, my own opinion and, and, that's for even even hispanics don't vote at that rate yeah. Hispanics are like 60 40 percent yeah. it's ridiculous and and you know and you know what's you know what's what's weird <laughs> we keep getting you know the same results over and over you know, over the, and the way over this whole thing is um uh see the democrats um they kind of um they kind of play on uh, what I call slavery PTSD that we, you know, we black people still have. You understand, you know? Mm, elaborate. Uh, they present themselves, you know, the white place y'all back in chains. You know, present themselves as um, the savior, you know, of the black people from uh, another era, 
of you know racism uh -huh. or slavery that the white you know uh, uh, Republican or you know conservatives might eventually uh, uh, bring. Uh, into America again, if they have the opportunity, you understand where I'm heading now. Oh, like, you know, they, they just make it. You know, every time I see where you're going movie, with that. They, they, they make it, you know, just feel or look like racism is our number one issue, and not just number one, but one and only issue. Do we still, you know, have um, issues with race? Uh, you know, racism. racism in this country. We definitely. I mean, we do. It's not a perfect union. It's not a perfect union, but. The Democrats, you know, especially those, you know, the white ones and, you know, their elite black collaborators, they want to make sure it's at the forefront, it's the first thing on our minds, you know, look at this, um, every white Republican uh -huh. is by default a racist, you know, I mean, they, they will have to prove to you that they are not, you know, you, get, when you see them even before they open their mouth, yeah. they are racist. So, when when you constantly you know put that on the minds of you know black people they don't care they don't they don't even want to hold you accountable you know for 60 years of post you know civil rights um, uh, mismanagement you know by the democrats you know because we've been voting for them like you said you know mm -hmm. uh, uh, last election it was 92 percent for i think for, for Hillary, Trump got so maybe 90 so they're about so percent so out of curiosity how do you think the black vote mm -hmm. will break out this year so, uh, so Trump got eight percent. Yeah. Um, in twenty sixteen, mm -hmm. I sincerely believe he can double that. You know, um, honestly, he's not going to get black women though. I don't think he's going to get black women. There, it's there's black a lot, man. If you think, if you think there are a lot of shy Trump uh, supporters, mm -hmm. you think there's a silent majority. There's an uber silent um, army of you know. Converted or new Trump supporters in the black community. Really? I'm serious. Oh, like, oh by the way, we just had an example. Little, Apparently, Little Wayne just yeah. came out. But go on, go on, sorry. I was talking to, so, so we, 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 we hosted, you know, one of our neighbors, um, uh, the uh, immigrants, you know, from Nigeria like us, um, have lived in the U.S. for a little over 20 years. And, uh, you know, typically, I, 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 I don't, you know, try to, because some people get uncomfortable when you go into politics. So she was the one that even went there. And I was holding back because, you know, sometimes when, when I start breaking things down, I don't want people to get uncomfortable, you know. <laughs> you know yeah. I try, I, I try to go there, you know, gradually. Yeah. And if you think Victor is uh, a MAGA head or whatever, you know, <laughs> some people call me, yeah. you know, she broke it down. I was like, you know, I was surprised. She's a Trump supporter. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, you know, this is my neighbor, right? You know, somebody I least expected. I'd never even, really? you know, um, I, 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 oh my goodness. So, you know, then I, I know this, you know, these are um, recent examples, but you see what's happening with Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. Yes, you know, so Lil like, Wayne just came uh, out and uh, he kind of gave an endorsement yeah. of Trump. I was actually going to say, say something earlier on. Please, please, let me actually say it now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ice Cube, Kanye, uh, 50 Cent, and all. There's something going on, um, Toby and Cruz. No, there's something going something on. Something key to say. I think so, Trump, Trump might hit 15% of black votes this time around. 
And if he hits 15 percent, the Democrats are in trouble. They need at least in trouble, 90 percent or upper 80s. They're in trouble, you know, to win. But Toby, you're about to yeah. say, so, so, yeah, like, like yeah. I, I, I was actually going to say something. Um, key is, um, Ice Cube, um, first of all, came out, you know, su um, supporting Trump and the whole platinum plan. 50 cents. Well, well, he didn't really come out supporting him. He Trump. said he met with him. Yes, yes. He said that he asked to meet with both campaigns. Yes. He said that one campaign, said, by the Biden said, campaign said, said... After the election. After the election. Can you imagine? Yeah. They told this guy after the election. And Trump was the one that was willing to meet with him. Those guys are... No, no. They're trying to protect their bacon. They're trying to protect their bacon, too, because you know you know the kind of backlash they're going to get if they come out you know, in full force. Even 50 cents. You know, after he made, you know, that post. Mm -hmm. um, he walked it back down. Uh, people, r random people, even Chelsea Handler, you know, uh, yeah. was like... Yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah, that was unfortunate. She, she repeated the Biden line, you know. She, she said that, she, she said that I had to remind him that yeah, he was black. Like yeah. Are you kidding me? That, that's after on many levels. <laughs> and, you know, it was yeah, even more it's, insulting it's, because it's, she, it's, she said it, right? Which I, f I found embarrassed. I was embarrassed mm -hmm. on behalf of 50 Cent, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know, and I was thinking, so maybe I'll just give him a call and maybe I can, you know, ring him. And bit, so suggesting that she's willing to, to like give him some rights in exchange for the vote. And then he replies yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. oh man, oh yeah. for real? Oh fuck, fuck Donald Trump. And I'm just like, <laughs> it was so embarrassed. The whole thing was just embarrassing. And I'm, but you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. Look, these people, they, they, they know what's going on. Yeah. Like, like the old, the, yeah. the, the blacks that have been there for a while. That's why you see people like Kanye, you know, he's had success, success for a while. He's, <laughs> he's seen it all. The, and, there's something, guys, guys, and maybe I might look. I might sound, or you know, very foolish by this time next week mm -hmm. when you know the returns start coming in. But what from my you know little sample size, you know, yeah. in the state of Texas, yeah, what I'm seeing, you know, in the black community is there's something going on. I mean, you know, I like, don't know what the final number. Let me just is say something real quick. Me, but I won't be I won't be surprised if it hits 15. No, let know, me just with, say uh, something real quick. Waters. Let me just say something um mm. real quick. I've been on this for a long time. I've not been a Democrat for like close to a decade. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been on this for a long time. But like one thing I always said as far back as 2013, 2014 was in the black community, there is discontent. Deep down, mm -hmm. people know that Democrats have been a letdown. Uh. And all that really um, is needed are for a group of people to come along and capitalize on that thing because let's even put trump aside put trump aside put the republicans aside just in the whole space of twitter and in the whole space of youtube the amount of channels and things i see going on where people are basically saying that look this whole thing isn't working it's time for something new mm. is growing exponentially mm -hmm. so like regardless of of, mm -hmm. of if trump wins if Trump loses next week, mm -hmm. this sentiment is going nowhere. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's not going anywhere. That's true. But some people have been making the argument that that's why if Biden gets in office, he will be forced to, to give in to some of the things that blacks have been wanting to do because they feel like, you know, the discontent is at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. The way I see it is, look... If, it, it, it doesn't send the right message. It doesn't send the right message. Mm -hmm. 
if these people, you know, that haven't, they haven't delivered in so long, there have been some policies that they've put together that have adversely affected the black community. Mm. I don't like to hold the crime bill against Biden because do, at that time, at the peak of that time, the black community actually was in favor yeah. of that bill. So I don't like to hold it against him, but yeah. whether we like it or not, it had unintended consequences that had rippling effects on the yeah. black community, like on so many levels. And like, you cannot understate it. Um, he came out, he's apologized. I mean, he seems like he's genuinely sorry for that stuff. So I'm not even gonna hold that against him. But aside the crime bill, there have been every year, every election cycle, they give these guys the vote. Since then, they've been given these guys the vote right and i think that there's this is a terrible message in giving them the vote again after all this stuff right in giving them the vote again the way i see it right i rather even hold on to my vote me I, people always ask me oh are you a trump supporter are you me i'm like look i'm not a supporter of anyone the only person i've ever supported mm -hmm. in this whole campaign i've always said it tulsi gabbard that has been my candidate mm -hmm. but i tell them your girl tulsi <laughs> you know what i'm saying but and, and it's funny because she ended up getting screwed by the democrat party yep. she 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 went into the fold she endorsed biden and then they, they still treat her like shit. yeah but my own is that look i tell people like if there's someone that's not getting my vote you know because keep in mind i'm in maryland my vote is there's only so <laughs> So much difference my vote is gonna make. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know, it's deep blue. But I said there, there's one thing for sure. I am the Democrat is not getting my vote anytime soon. Like it's it's not even happening. They yeah. it, they can't yeah, they, because they, it they, it just sends yeah, the, the wrong message. It sends it's yeah, like okay, it's, don't worry. It's like it's like they're saying okay, don't worry. This time around, we'll we'll, we'll do what you guys want us to do. It's like. I've been in this country well, almost 50, almost 20 almost years now. Almost 20 years. So, I, I, like, do I look like a mugu? Do, do I look I, do I look like a, like a mugu to you? Like, are you mad? You know what I'm saying? They've screwed us so many times. So, but, you know, getting off that, I want to get back to the election trail. So, let's, let's make our predictions. Okay, Michigan. Trump. Toby. Trump. Vic. Michigan. Trump. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Trump. Trump? Yeah. Vic. Trump, Trump Pennsylvania. Okay. Trump. Uh, uh, Wisconsin. Lynn Trump. Uh, Biden. So, so you think, think you Biden. think Biden is going to take it back? Because he won, Trump won it last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but you think yeah, Biden... I, I think... Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Biden wins it. Um, that, you know, that Milwaukee area... Um, yeah. I hear, you know, the uh, the Dems are, you know, are doing extra work there, you know. Really, um, but they they also they, they also had those riots in Milwaukee too. Remember after the after the Jacob Blake? Yeah, that, that, no, was, um, that, that, that was Kenosha. Right? No, sorry, it was Kenosha, yeah. but isn't wait, Kenosha is Kenosha is is it's a suburb of of Wisconsin. Uh, sorry, sorry, no, no, of Milwaukee. Is, yeah, but it's in the it's in this isn't it in the same vicinity. Let me check. Kenosha. Milwaukee and Wisconsin. Oh, aren't they all in the Midwest? Yeah, no, Milwaukee is the capital of Wisconsin, yeah, if I'm not wrong. Hey, hey yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. The Demo Democrats this time around are going to do everything to get Wisconsin. They don't even mind because, you know, it's it's north of uh, Illinois. They don't, I'm sure they, they won't mind busting people from Illinois. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, 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 Vic, you're... <laughs> So Vic, you're saying yeah. 
Wisconsin goes back to Biden. It goes back to Dems. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's 10 electoral votes. So, okay. Yeah, oh. Trump doesn't, see, he's not going to get the 300 and something, you know, that he got. He's going to get maybe 280 or something like that this year. Okay. How about, oh, how about Florida? Florida. Trump. Trump has, no, no, look, Trump's Trump. campaign has already moved resources they out have, of Florida they have, they have. But, at this point. But some people yeah. are speculating is that maybe they, they're thinking maybe because he's desperate and that he wants to try to get other places, mm-hmm. but I don't believe it. I think, I, I, I honestly no, think like, Florida is gone. I've seen, I think Florida is I've gone. Seen, look, I've seen that the, statist- the statistics of um, um, the um, mail-in ballots, and right now, it's, it's not looking good. It's mathematically impossible for, um, for, for Biden to win. Uh, how can you say that? How can it be mathematically? Yeah. But the majority haven't voted. Yeah. When you, yeah, fa- well, like, when you factor in I, I the people mm. who vote on election day, it's very difficult for, for Biden to Wait, win. Wait, so what data did you see? Like, what exactly did okay. the data indicate? Let me actually pull, pull this guy's website up. Well, so, so while you're working on that, so Vic, Florida. Oh, Trump, Trump. Trump, Trump for sure. I, I'm more confident in Florida than um, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, okay, so yeah, Pennsylvania, you don't know yet. The data I'm saying, the, the data I'm saying out of uh, Miami Dade, yeah. because if the Democrats, you know, yeah, Miami Dade, not substantial coming, and Miami Dade is meant to be their place. Yeah, it is, it is. Apparently, the the Cubans so, in Miami Dade are the. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're not on board they're not on board with the democratic train right now did you notice yeah, that obama yeah, was there yeah. for like a whole week yeah <laughs> that guy was there like every day <laughs> out there in this on the stumps so, but but uh, but I, I i think the trump campaign should do themselves a huge favor by um i mean his boy uh DeSantis is you know in power there let him keep an eye on Palm Beach and uh, Broad counties, those two counties. Yeah. And that's like the city of, of Miami. That's that's where all the <laughs> you saw that uh, gubernatorial election. That you know. Yeah. That that lady, you know, that was the whatever. You know, is it the election? Oh. Um, yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Do I remember there was some shenanigans there? Yeah. Trying to do everything to get Gillum elected. So if it's closed, if it turns out to be closed, because. Uh, you never know, you know, the data we are, we are saying looks good, you know, the early voting data we are saying looks good, but then again, you know, Florida, you know, has a sizable number of uh, voters that, you know, that call themselves uh, unaffiliated, so uh, the only surprise will come if maybe they break 70-30, which, which I think is almost impossible, you know, if they break 70-30 for Biden, mm-hmm. you know, then, yeah, that um, might make it, you know, interesting, but... Um, uh, how about they, they, how about how about they, Arizona? Where's the one we're saying? Arizona. Uh, Trump. Arizona. Trump. <laughs> they have they have Biden up by yeah. five points right now. <laughs> oh, sorry, about four uh, points. Four those points. Those polls are stupid. I'm, I'm yeah, I've never like, I've never believed um, the polls. I mean, I've always said I don't I don't trust I post, any of the polls. I posted something on um, the forum, you know, the the WhatsApp uh, forum earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, latest. Early, early voting numbers out of uh, Maricopa County. Yeah. So Maricopa County is pretty much, I don't know the percentage, but it's pretty much everything in Arizona. So if a Democrat is going to win it's okay, uh, Arizona, mm-hmm. then they'll have to win Maricopa County. Yes, granted, you know, the gap uh, is uh, lower than what, you know, how, with what Trump, you know, 
mm. uh, won with in 2016, but yeah. there's still a gap. So if 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 uh, Biden is not lapping Trump in Maricopa County right now, mm-hmm. and we know typically the Republicans, you know, come out to vote more on election day, yeah, then there's no way uh, he wins. These posters, they should know this even better than us amateur analysts. You get, <laughs> but for some reason they keep throwing out this suppression polls. Yes, and I, I look we, at you know, we, we talked about that the other day. Suppression polls. We might have issues. Yeah. You can you can you can go to Google, you know, type some things, and it will take you. Uh, to some of these sites that are collecting this data, mm-hmm. and you see it, and you compare it to you know what we what we saw in 2016, and yeah. you kind of know where it's going. So yeah. how about how about North, uh, how about North, how about North Carolina, North Kakalaki? North Carolina is a dicey one. It's it's, it's a dicey one. Um, I I have Trump still winning North Carolina. I how mean, about, how about you have you? the high population area, uh, Charlotte, uh, Raleigh, Durham. Yeah. You know, where you have all those schools, Duke and all that. But everything else, every you know, like all the the, the, the area bordering South Carolina, yeah. you know, all this, the, uh, the suburbs of Fayetteville. Fayetteville and all those areas. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's then, heavily Republican. But then, I but I heard something about the, those, those um, college uh, regions. Um, towns. towns. Those college towns. There's an issue going on right now with their mailing voting because a lot of them are not in school. And that was something that they had brought up before that it might, it might actually backfire on the Democrats. Because remember, Democrats were always pushing for this mailing voting. Yeah. And they're saying that right now, it's mm-hmm. a lot of those students, that, the, a lot of those room, students, room classes, right? yeah, a lot of those students, they're not at home. They're not, they're not in school. They're at home. They're mm-hmm. having Zoom classes. So what ends up happening is mm. either like something, either they don't get their mailing in the in the mailing ballot in the mail, or it's invalid, or it's invalid, or they're, or they're too busy partying. I mean, these are college students; they're not going to be as as um, diligent with making sure that you know they're able to vote in the state where they where their college is in. So that might have an effect. I don't know how much of an effect. Uh, we talked about Wisconsin. But then, but then- Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. But then back. again, uh, you remember the ruling yesterday where the court is the Supreme Court. Yes. Uh, granted, uh, the changes the election board made, you know, uh, to for, to uh, count votes, you know, after. ballots to be accepted up to nine days. After up to nine. Oh, so it was. After. Wait, now was it in specific? I thought it was. Is that like? All states, or was no, it only specific? It was only specific states no, no, now, because there were some states where no, it, they only allowed three days. Yes. So I think so. What the Scotus right. has been doing is they're they're matching it with whatever the state laws are. That's what they're kind of like defaulting to. Mm-hmm. So if the state laws allow yeah, for nine, nine days, nine days. Hmm? But the nine days in this case, you know, it's not Carolina. <laughs> so hmm. so and my fear, and I I talked about this, you know, uh, in depth this morning. My fear has always been. Uh, when these guys see the election is closed and know how many votes they need to make up, yeah, all those unreturned ballots, you know, mm. can, you can easily manage. I mean, this is I know this is not Nigeria, but <laughs> I mean, you can manage, you can manufacture, you know, the post, uh, the postmarks, you know. Yeah, but you're gonna have election watchers watching them like a hawk, though. because they give them nine days after the, up to November twelfth. Can you imagine that? I mean, like one thing, like one scenario which I I possibly can see is um I believe it was in December two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Where in the UK they had the elections. 
and the conservatives mm. so won by a surprising margin that such a thing hadn't been seen like in a hundred years. I'm not saying that it necessarily mm. can't happen next week, but if something like that happens on election day where the margin is so big, mm-hmm. it might happen that like, you know, all the ballots are still to come in in like 10 days time. Do not it, even it, matter. It, matter. it doesn't even matter because on election night, everyone will be able to tell that, wow, this is what's, you know, going on. So I'm, um, I'm convinced. Yeah. So uh, one of the issues too is that they can't, they're not going to start counting the ballots till election day. Yeah. So that could delay a lot of election results. Um, I think it, I forgot what state it was. It said there was one state that the SCOTUS allowed for like three days after the election. It might have been Pennsylvania. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, that's Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's Pennsylvania. Might have been Pennsylvania. Um, uh, three days after the election in Pennsylvania could be crucial. Mm-hmm. It could be very crucial. Um, yeah. And honestly, I mean, I've said it, I've been saying it from the get go. I don't trust any of the polls. I think the polls are broken ever since 2016. One thing I would also let me finish okay, now. Go on. The polls were broken ever since 2016. Now, 2018, they said the polls were more accurate. The problem with 2018 is there wasn't a presidential election. It was a mid-election. Mm-hmm. And you're not it is not anyway as much turnout. You know, it's usually people that are very very engaged in politics that tend to vote True. during that cycle. Mm-hmm. Um presidential election, mm-hmm. the country tends to be more mobilized in voting mm-hmm. so i think the polls are broken me personally i don't i, I get it the mailing ballots people are assessing calculating i don't think any of it matters because i think you know we don't know what those votes really represent at the end of the day you can have intra voting too right intra party mm-hmm. voting sure all these people that were seeing yeah. democrats mm-hmm. we don't know if they're voting Republican. I know some of these people that we're seeing that are Republican. We don't know if they're voting Democrat. Yeah. So all this stuff, let me finish. All this stuff, I, I, I get it that it's the best, it's the best data that we have right now, and we can use it to speculate. Mm-hmm. I tend to just me. I pay attention to what I'm seeing on the ground, and what I'm seeing on the ground. Yep. I'm seeing crowds at those Trump rallies. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing mm-hmm. Trump supporters that they, they, they're looking like they're willing to crawl on broken glass for those votes i'm not seeing that at or even obama even the obama rallies i'm not seeing that i'm not seeing people showing up and and for me it's i'm just gauging from enthusiasm from the enthusiasm that i see on the ground from the enthusiasm that i see online like have you have, have you seen any of those trump rally um, videos on YouTube. Do you know how many views they be getting? Yep. There are people engaging oh, yeah. all over the place, all over yep. online. Yep. And they are, yeah. a lot of these people are passionate. A lot of these people are willing to do. And there's nothing that works better than people having that well, passionate, passionate base. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are going to turn out votes for you. They're the ones that are going to knock on doors. They're the ones that are going to make sure people are, are, are get, get their ballot. These are the people that are on the ground. These are the mm-hmm. grassroots. And I'm and from yeah. all accounts that that's the poll I'm using. And from all accounts, I'm, I'll yeah, be exactly. honest with you, I don't exactly. see, I don't see I, this thing being close. What, that was what I, was I don't saying, see it being close you know, at all. The last, the last few days, the last few days of the 2016 uh, mm-hmm. campaign, mm-hmm. when Trump was you know filling up stadiums in Michigan, I'm like, what is going on here? It might be not. I mean, like it might be nothing, but. We, we need to pay attention to this guy. You need I mean, to, man. About Trump. And, <laughs> and, yeah. But I was seeing those crowds and I'm like, what is going on here? 
in um 2016 yeah the time when i really knew that wow this guy is gonna win was number one seeing all the crowds he was pulling i believe it was a rally he attended in pensacola that's in in mm-hmm. in northwest florida towards alabama yeah and i believe it's it's even mm-hmm. ju- it's even ju- just Scarborough, the, the MSNBC guy who made that comment, yeah. because that's where he's from. Mm. He was like, mm. Pensacola had never seen that kind of crowd since Ronald Reagan in 1980. Mm. And it was like 10,000 people who appeared. Whenever Trump comes to rallies in Central Florida, mm. the whole place is always, ooh. That's how I knew that, wow. You know? There's something different here. Yeah. And, and I think... People didn't see it coming in 2016. It was a surprise. But I think he's gained even more support since 2016. Yeah. His base has grown since, since 2016. <laughs> been, now, if you look at the polls, they make it look like his base hasn't moved from mm-hmm. that 38, 39%. Mm-hmm. I think they're missing so many people in the polls. You know, like, they're missing thing, so many numbers thing, in the polls. One thing I would say is if this guy should win on Tuesday, the whole polling industry will be discredited. Beyond they're done redemption. Do, do you know how many institutions are done? Wait, the polling industry, yeah. the media. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. You know the big we've yeah. been waiting for this for this day. We've been waiting for this day. I can't wait to see egg on the face of Frank Lund. Ah, uh, <laughs> can, can you imagine? <laughs> 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 and he's been saying this, he's been saying it, he's like, look. If they get it wrong this time again, this time around again, oh man, they're done. Yeah, their industry that would be that they're would be done. The yeah. industry. And that's huh? why. Did, and did you see that poll that came out yesterday? That Wisconsin poll that said uh, Biden was up seventeen points. I'm like, this is. I mean, just ridiculous. Stuff. Reckless, it's ridiculous. I'll just decide. add something real quick. Who are you calling on the phone? I'll just add something <laughs> real quick. Like, what's going on? I'll, I'll just add something real quick. Um, do you guys know um zerohedge.com? Yes. Um. I was just saying a zero yeah, head. Oh, zero they're, head. They're a conservative. No, no. Not just conservatives, like probably libertarian. Like they're not with the mainstream. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, zero Hedge posted an article earlier today saying something like Jeff Bezos wants to buy CNN. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I saw because, I mean, he. People, like huge sections of this country say CNN as a joke. Yeah, of course. Of epic proportions. I mean, come on. Come on, these guys are not. I mean, come on, these guys, these guys are not serious. They're not serious, and and it's from top down. Like we even get it, Fox News, right? There's like a section of Fox News that you know that okay, these are people that they are proud Trump supporters. And then there's a support- section of Fox News that's. That's heavily like, anti-Trump. Yeah, and there's, you know, the Chris Wallace yeah. doesn't, obviously, he's not really a fan no, no, like, of Trump. No, no, like, like, here is the big irony. In the early 2000s, and even till today, the, yeah. there's a whole thing about, like, you know, how, you know, Fox News is a monster. It is, I have my issues with, with, with Fox News, but it's not the issues um, people have. Mm. The truth about the matter is, the kind of picture the whole world tried to build about Fox News is actually what CNN it is. Is what they are. Is today the propaganda yeah. arm. Yeah, the propaganda arm yeah. of the left. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. and I'm glad we brought up the media. And so this is here's here's what happens, right? If Trump wins, what what happens to the media at this point? Because we literally won't have any media anymore. They will be delegitimized completely. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. I I, I think. Yeah, yes, yes. What I think happens, you know. Um, so after after Trump's 2016 victory, you know, um, 
they, they had a chance, you know, to maybe come uh, declare declare truth, you know, like okay, you know what, uh, we did all we could, you know, um, from Access Hollywood video, yeah, um, and all the hit all the hit pieces, you know, we published uh-huh. um, the twenty twenty plus fake, you know, rape accusers and all yeah. that. You know, they, they trotted uh, them out. We did all we could, and you still won. Uh, they had that option of like, okay, you know what? Calling the truth. Let's, let's forget about everything. Yeah, you know, but they I, are dug uh, in too deep at that job. point. Uh, uh, yeah. Then instead of that, they dug in. They're like, okay, you know what? Uh, but, you know, started working with you know fifth columnists, you know, gift staters, supporting the whole uh, uh, Mueller thing yep. and, and all that. I mean, then, th- there were some moments yeah, that really that really it, showed. It, what just what the media is about the 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 yeah, whole the whole Mueller the whole Russia investigation years. terrible. Kavanaugh was another was another point oh, yeah. where it was like ah, what's Remember? going on here? He, like because he drank yeah. he drank beer is that like from college? <laughs> like what are we talking about here? There's no there's no proof. So, this is just one woman and her word. That's mm-hmm. it. Ah uh-uh. ah. And then he just yeah. kept going on, and then he had the Covington kids. Yeah. I mean, you had several episodes yeah, no, like, where like, the media got exposed. Now, I want to talk about the latest episode where the media is getting exposed. Where? Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. It's not just the media. It's the media plus the tech companies. It's the media. Yeah, we know. But let's let's start with the, with, with, with the media. With, okay, let, okay, let's start like, with the no, media. No, my, my, so, so, so just to give our listeners like a, some, a, a background, can you summarize... Toby, okay, so like, what happened with the Hunter like, Biden scandal? Like, basically, what's going on going on with the whole Hunter Biden scandal is, I believe it, it was the, the New York Post. Yes, they posted um, an article about the corrupt dealings of Hunter Biden, and yes. not only the corrupt dealings of Hunter Biden, the corrupt dealings of Hunter Biden, which made made it very plausible that Joe Biden was basically onto what's going on and using Hunter as a front, basically. Yes. As to, a front guy. To use his position to gain contracts. While he was vi- yes, vice president, while right? while he was vice president. The New York Post posted the picture on Twitter. Yes. And within seconds, that thing was taken down. Even till this very day, the account of the New York Post is still it's down. It's still closed. If I'm not wrong. I mean, this is also, election interference. Also, this is what they were... They, also on, this is what they accused also, the Russians of. Also, like, also on Facebook... People also tried posting the same thing on Facebook. And it got the shut down. The thing was taken down. And then on top of that, like, obviously speaking, like, the New York Post isn't just any newspaper. newspaper. It's one of the, the oldest, oldest. New- papers in this country. It and is. Ideally. It's over 200 years old. Yeah. Apparently. It, it was started by Anthony. Um, Alexander Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton. Apparently, yeah. I learned about that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's probably, yeah, it's over 200 at this point. And here's the thing. With all those accusations that came out, mm-hmm. the media hasn't deemed it necessary to at least, you know, say in one section that they're like, you know, here are allegations. Let's investigate the allegations. They've done nothing. Yeah. If they should it, say anything, it's just in passing, you know. Yes, and and, 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 and instead those they they would say, uh, well, there's no proof. Yeah. And initially they were trying to use the Russia disinformation yes. thing. People obviously they knew that wasn't going to work for too long mm-hmm. because. The, the DNI director came out and said, there's no proof that Russia has anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. And then FBI came out and said same thing. the same thing. They confirmed what the DNI guy said. Yeah. So they were left in this position where they yeah. said, oh, well, um, it, there's still no proof. You know, we don't know anything. It hasn't been proven. 
every time they come in front of Biden, no one even they barely ask they, him these yeah, questions. Yeah, they barely ask the question. That, that that's actually true. It makes no and, sense. And, this, and this, guys, you know, we 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 talked about all um, the media has done, you know, to uh, undermine Trump, you know, in the last almost four years. Yeah. But this episode of you know total professional negligence is the worst I've ever seen. Like, you know that you know shortly before you know we uh, went live on this show. Yeah. Um, one a, a reporter, I think, with um, one of these with the intercept or something like with that. the oh, intercept. Um, that, uh, Glenn, yeah, Glenn that, was it Glenn yeah, Greenwald? Yeah. Uh, yes, oh, please. No, 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 no. This is a different one. Oh, another that one. The news that yeah, and confirm that there is an active criminal investigation, you know, of Hunter Biden money laundering. By the wow. FBI since 2019. So wow. that, that's the, that, that news broke, you know, I think about 30 minutes before. Are you kidding um, me? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know this. I did no, not no, know no, this. No, like, let me just say something here. <laughs> so Let's I'm think about this. How, how, how they dodge this uh, bombshell. I mean, I, I'm, I'm eagerly waiting to see. Uh, obviously, once once we get off, you know, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this recording, yeah. we're gonna see if any of the primetime shows, you know, uh, other than Fox, are gonna cover it. Yeah, I watch all of them, Ovik. I watch all of them. I watch the CNN, MSNBC, because I always want to know. Okay, what are these people gonna come at? You know, in our thread now, the people that watch the MSNBCs, I want to know what they're gonna mm-hmm. come at me with before they come at me <laughs> with it. So. I make sure I follow all of them. I follow the New York Times. So I always know their talking points ahead of time. Ahead of time. I'm like, oh, okay, this is your new talking point, Abby. They're they're so predictable. Wow, I didn't know this. Wait, wait, wait. So wait, like, this is legit, right? This isn't just conspiracy. You're saying Hunter Biden, they they confirmed. It's legit. It's legit. There's an active money laundering investigation of Hunter Biden in the first year. What? Wow, going on right now by the FBI. You know, like, I really don't know why the FBI didn't let you know the American people know this. I can understand Hunter Biden is not on the ballot. Yes, but that this investigation, you know, from what we are seeing now from this uh, Tony Bobulinski guy. Yes, uh, his um, his business associate. Yes, you know, providing concrete evidence of yes. meetings, you know, with uh, Joe Biden himself. Yes, this thing could it could rope him, you know. Uh, God forbid, the sitting president of the United States. It could. Yeah, so are they gonna cover this up? It could. They, see, you know, I, I've been I've been complaining about, you know, places Trump, you know, failed, you know, in terms of hiring people. Yes. This FBI director is another unfortunate one. I mean, Ray, I right? know he was under pressure to, to replace Comey, but this Ray guy. That guy you know, I was so disappointed you know, when the guy said Antifa is an idea. Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> like you, yeah. you, you just you you just re- reinforced this bubble that these people are in. Like there are people that really don't understand the threat of Antifa. They don't they don't know how 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 disruptive these guys have been for months now. Months in places like Portland. I mean, they pretty much had their mayor by the balls at yeah. one point. Like these guys, and they've been effective. They've been I mean, effective. I mean, but like, and then and then Ray comes out, the director Ray comes out and he says, "Well, no, they're just an idea," and and you know, 
it's funny because he, he wasn't necessarily saying that they don't exist right it was the context of the question that 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 he was answering that where it came across like he was minimizing their threat but he knows he knows that then there is not just an idea it's a real it's like there a are real, people yeah there are there are people on the streets no, no but like i'll actually say something mm-hmm. and you know people might say this is conspiracy theory and, and things like that but like if the FBI and law and enforcement should like really go down on Antifa and try and get to the bottom of Antifa, some powerful people might be brought down. Along with Antifa, because you think yep. Antifa is being funded? Because like, I've, for I've, example, I have, I, I have heard those rumors. For, I've, I've heard those for, rumors. For example, there is um, a famous picture whereby Kip Ellison, mm-hmm. the current AG of Minnesota, is like holding yeah, up an Antifa yeah. book. Yeah, but did he? Yeah, but did he know, or was it just happenstance? Man, I mean, it could, it could mean anything. Is what I'm saying. I know. I, I, I don't want to. I know it, was, it could mean anything it was, it was because, like, because, like, there is this like really famous book out there, which is like you know the Antifa manifesto or the Antifa guide. Yeah. yeah. He basically was holding yeah, that thing yeah. up, and the guy ain't no dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and then plus we also shouldn't forget that um Kip Ellison's son yes was involved with all the, with all the riots in um Minneapolis. He, oh he was? Yeah. Oh I forgot to ask what do you think about Minneapolis um Minnesota? Possibly Trump. And Biden is going there Biden is going there on Friday. He's so... on defense in Minnesota. He's on <laughs> defense in Minnesota. It's not, look, it's, it's not looking good for him. I mean, no, but a, a, a Republican has not won the state of Minnesota, I think, since 1972 or 76, something yep, like that. Yep. And Biden is going there just four days before the election. The George that Floyd might, riots may have, may have contributed yeah. to that. May have contributed to that. Yeah. And, um, and also... And if, if, Minnesota, if Minnesota goes for Trump, then I'll have to... Uh, I have to move Wisconsin, you know, to the Trump colony. Yeah. I mean, I would also add, I would <laughs> yeah, also add yeah. that in um Minnesota, like there is a place in Minnesota called the Iron Range, mm-hmm. whereby um I believe they they produce like some key resource for like the production of steel or something. Yeah. And apparently, Trump's tariffs actually kind of save the Iron Range. Mm-hmm. And I believe three mayors from the Iron Range who are actually like you know registered. Card carrying Democrats. Democrats, they all endorse Have Democrats. come out to endorse Trump. <laughs> Did you guys see the Flint? Wow. The Flint. Was it the council? The councilman? The Flint councilman? Or was it yeah, the, the mayor? Yeah, it was the councilman, yeah. Democrat. Yeah. What happened? Came out, endorsed from, you know, Flint, Flint Michigan. Yeah. That's like a touchy yeah. black guy. Yeah. Came out. Not only did he endorse him, he, he put a rally together for him. And like, there was a video of it, like where he's caught. He, pretty much embracing Trump and saying Trump is the only one that can save us right now. Registered Democrat. Lifelong Democrat. Look, look. There's something look, in the water, people. Look, look. Let I'm me telling you, there's let something me say in the something. water. Let me say something. If Trump is able to pull a victory on, on Tuesday and everyone, and, and lots of people are predicting this, we might see a new political realignment in this country. Something totally new. I think the political realignment has been going on for the last four years. I, I think it started in 2016, and I think and I think it's no longer just Democrat versus Republican now, like t- traditional Democrat versus Republican. That's why you notice you see people like the Lincoln Project, 
Yeah. They, they're pretty much doing the dirty work for Democrats yeah. right now. There's a, there's, it's, a, it's the establishment versus anti-establishment at this point. I think that's what yeah. that's the yeah. real political realignment that's going on. That's why you notice that there you're seeing conservatives on the Democratic side and you're seeing some Democrats on the conservative side because we're starting to see that okay, we have like two different paths here that we want to go. Do we want to go the global globalist route or do we want to go the America first route? And Trump has been a very effective messenger for the nationalist route for the us first for the let, let's look out for ourselves first let's let's kind of cover up and that's why you know all these things it's it's all ideas like it's not it's not just random people think trump is just random and he just goes for anything against obama no there's everything is all about and that's why he's trying to put up walls it's all it's all part of the symbol symbolism behind mm -hmm. it it's all about let's first take care of our own first mm -hmm. let's take care of our you know let, let's think about ourselves first mm -hmm. as opposed to let's think about how we can figure out how to make goods cheaper and and then you know as a way export some of these jobs to mm -hmm. other countries so that people can get the iphones for you know what i'm saying yeah like that's what we're facing here that is mm -hmm. the that's the new political realignment that's well that's what like that's the main political realignment the second political realignment that we're seeing here is cultural in what way cultural in the sense that the you have the woke and you have the non-woke oh, okay you yeah. have the pc and then you have the non-pc okay. yeah. and that's going on right now yeah. too and you see they're they're using the woke. the democrats are using the wokeism as a tool as their foot soldiers yes they're, they're using they're yeah. using them as tool to kind of yeah you know we're, we're, we're supposed to be progressive right so all these boundaries that we've had in place we're going to break them down where you know now a guy can be a girl whatever mm -hmm. you know we just anything goes um the 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 things like the conservative values that that america was founded upon they want to get rid of it um and we're seeing it in schools in certain states <laughs> where these things are starting to get introduced in the curriculum <laughs> like this thing i try to explain things this stuff to people right because on that thread they don't really focus as much on the cultural but it's a real thing yeah that's true it's a real thing mm -hmm. you know these people are looking at politics they're looking at the same policy this policy that and i'm like you guys are not even yeah you're still you're operating so, something you're, else it's like you're operating in the 90s some, no, no, something else came to say Trump as a person and a candidate isn't really as wonky on politics or ideological as his no, predecessor. No, he's not. He's not. He has he has put forth some democratic policies. Yeah, he's not, and that's why a lot of some Republicans hate him because mm -hmm. there's some because, conservative things that he hasn't even embraced at all. Because and because, he's spending money like a freaking dem, like a drunk Democrat. <laughs> Obama yeah. never spent money the way yeah. Trump yeah. is spending money. He, he's running up the tab. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the guy, the, the guy who then said he wanted to go big, um, you know, this next stimulus bill, and McConnell was almost. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to have a heart attack. Almost dropping dead. He spent. I want to go bigger than Nancy. You know how I want to go bigger than Nancy. <laughs> Trump is a uh, character, man. I swear, that man is something else. Uh, that, 
Guys, I'm afraid I'll have to run. Oh man, it's been real, Vic, man. Thanks, thanks for coming. It's been nice on. talking to you. Too. Thanks, thanks for coming on. We gotta do this again, man. We have to do this again. And next time we have to do like a Zoom or something. Ah, uh, for sure, for sure. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a for big sure. Fan Thanks, game. man. Um, Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, you guys keep doing what you're doing. Um, very soon, we'll, we'll see you guys on on prime time on prime prime time TV. Let's, let, let's hope so. Let's hope so. You know, because what we're trying, because what we're trying to do here is create a space that people like us with our leanings that are not part of the establishment leanings or part of the traditional way that most. Like, well, a lot of Africans, look at you know, look at things. We want to, we want to open that space up for people. So, you know, we appreciate you calling in, man, because people need to understand. You know, people, people hear of, oh, there's a, there's a Nigerian Trump supporter, and, and you know, the, the things that they throw your way, you know, just at the idea of. Yeah. That, that's why now when people like call me that, even though I don't consider myself that, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? If you want to see me as a Trump supporter, sure, you know, like I'll, I'll own it. Because if you if you think you're gonna yeah. shame me into into voting for Biden from by saying oh <laughs> you, you have lost your mind you have lost your mind there's nothing that can bring me back to the democratic fold again until they get their shit together and which, this, which should be a while yeah. it, it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a while but um but Vic yeah. man thanks man yeah. really appreciate it man we appreciate you hopping on thank you thank you guys for having me all right uh, man let's let's see what the next five five days we'll see man whenever, we'll see whenever it's finally called yeah. uh, me i'm gonna have my my right. my liquor ready for that for that <laughs> tuesday night man because i already know oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right bro yeah, take I'm, it I'm, easy I'm, I'm, going, I'm going shopping tomorrow too. <laughs> oh you are okay all right this weekend it's gonna be late yeah. all right man take it easy Vic. take yeah. care all right greetings to the fam okay. bye. bye guys yeah man so um yeah man so I don't even know where we, we were kind of all over the place. I know. So we were I know. really kind of all over the place. But I want to bring it back to this Hunter Biden scandal. I really want to get into it. Um, so can you finish up what you were saying? So basically, I think where you had left off was... Um, um, Twitter and Facebook. Twitter and Facebook. They cut them off. Yes. The New York Post. Yes. This is unprecedented. Yes. This is a newspaper. Mm -hmm. one of the biggest circulated newspapers mm -hmm. they cut off their first amendment rights essentially mm -hmm. because let's face it on twitter facebook at this point these tools have come like a utility of sort mm -hmm. this is the, one of the only ways that people can actually get their messages out mm -hmm. ridiculous mm -hmm. and not only that facebook throttled they, they call it throttled right There's yeah they term, slow things down slow things down slow the dissemination of that information mm -hmm. ah like do, do people understand that this is this is um hold on a second sorry brother do people understand that this is election tampering on so many levels? Like, I mean, like here is, here is like where my whole issue is with like you know the whole Twitter Facebook thing. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what my own personal stance is. Mm -hmm. I do not necessarily buy that they are utilities. You don't. Or they necessarily even need to give everyone equal access. I don't even necessarily buy that. Okay. 
But I'll tell you where I stand is let's assume they do not want to be giving people access, right? Yes. Because here is the really critical thing with all these um, you know, social media platforms. Yes. And people who just say, um, and yes, and let me also say this, like one thing I find very ironic is seeing all these people on the left who are always saying that they are private companies, allow them to set their rules. And I'm like, do you guys ever use the same logic and reasoning to every other issue? Or is it just because this is an issue which touches you guys that you guys are become libertarian one-on-one and saying they're a private company? But like, here's my main issue. As much as I have that stance, I'm not going to act like someone who doesn't have a brain and who wouldn't critically think about this whole thing. Here's where my whole issue stands. The alliance between tech companies and the state yes. is so vast that some things can actually be done. For example, they can be told that, okay, fear. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to be interfering with elections, throttling with elections, all the contracts you, contracts you guys have, everything, all the subsidies you guys have will be removed and you're on your own. Okay. Because, for example, in um, Glenn Greenwald's um, parting um, letter, yes. one thing he did actually touch on was the whole issue of the alliance between tech companies, the intelligence community, and the government. Yeah. It, it was, he was spilling a lot of beans. He was, he was spilling a lot of tea in that, exactly. <laughs> in that stuff, man. He was spilling some tea in that stuff. Wait, so which article are you referring to? Because there were two. There was the article where he came out you know, talking shit about his former company. Mm-hmm. And then there was the actual article that he, the the article that, that he intended to put out, the one that they tried to censor. No, the, the one where he was, he was, he was breaking off with his um, former company. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. Okay. And that was actually one thing he said in there. So all I'll just say is there are many, you know, first amendment issues. And one thing I'll say, and this is where I may differ with you and many people. Yeah. The truth about the First Amendment is it's not meant to apply to private individuals. It's not meant to apply to pri- private individuals? No. Who, who who does it apply to then? It's meant to apply to the government. But that's not how it's written in the Constitution, though. That's how, it, that's how it's written. That's its original meaning. How so? Explain. Break that down. Okay, where do I begin? The way the First Amendment began originally is the First Amendment and the whole Bill of Rights originally applied against the federal government. So, for example, the First Amendment protects five rights. Mm -hmm. Speech, religion, association, redress, assembly. And the way it's phrased, Congress shall make no law. um, um, Congress shall make no law abridging the expression of... Yeah, so how does it apply to the government? It means the government can't make laws to abridge people's speech. Yeah. But in the private sector, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't necessarily touch the private sector. No, but you said that it applies to the government, not people. It's meant to apply not, not it's, individuals. It's, it's meant to apply against the government. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, so, okay, I see what you mean. So, okay, okay, I, I get what you mean. So it's so really like, more, so it's not so much the private add, sector. So I would also add, because like even many, you know, all these conservative conservative groups like, you know, Prager, you and things like that, mm-hmm. 
are with YouTube in court. Mm -hmm. And the irony I find about Prigger you, you know what? I I know Prigger you. And I've looked for that thing on their YouTube channel and I never found it. And many people have looked for that thing and never found it. Oh, Prigger you video on private property rights. That thing is conspicuously missing. They took it out? No, they've never made one. That thing, oh, yeah. that thing is conspicuously missing. I'm looking for one. I've never found one that I know of. Because as of right now, PregerU has like 200 videos or something. Yeah. YouTube is pre, pre, um, preventing them from, you know. But Publishing. Here's the whole point. It's not that, you know, I don't care about censorship. Mm. But what does the actual law say? Like, with i agree i agree i agree with you like the way the law is stated you cannot use that to uh, you know bring retribution on facebook or twitter i get it they're private companies Mm -hmm. but here's here's the thing right Mm -hmm. a utility is a private company also like be like i won't name the company but your utility that provides light yeah some of them are private companies also right Mm -hmm. but can they decide that they don't want to give someone light? It's a necessity. But you're on a contract. Yeah, but can they decide that, you know what, we just don't want to give this person light? They'll be breaking a contract. No. Let let's say they let's say let's no, they can they can break a contract. They can they they, they have things I in mean, the contract that they can use to break contracts. I mean now. people can break contracts, but they'll be some some people have month to month contracts. There's there's all sorts of structures. True, true. Can they decide that they're not giving someone light? It's a necessity, is what I'm saying. And I'm saying in today's world, right? Places like you like right there's so much there's so much equity that comes with being able to be on a platform like Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook. It, it it determines a lot in your life. It can Absolutely. determine your life. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And this idea and I'm not saying we my own is I'm not saying we need to like penalize Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that there shouldn't if there are rules, right? In the, especially if, if 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 the government is making rules for them, right? Mm-hmm. Exceptions for them. And saying that okay, people can't sue you, whatever, blah blah blah. They're relying on those government rules, and I think the government should ensure, especially if they just like you said, if they're going to keep getting government subsidies and exceptions and all, all, all those things, the government should ensure that people's yeah freedom like, of speech yeah, yeah like in that in isn't that, impeded. Yeah, in that situation, I do agree with you. You see what I'm saying? Which is what I said. Like what the U.S. government can then say is okay we are doing xyz for you and sorry we will stop doing xyz for you yeah if you guys do not follow you know some some t- yeah which, some, which, some terms. which is what they do for regular companies right like mm-hmm. if the company decides that they don't want to hire a black man mm-hmm. that company is going to lose a lot of yeah definitely. a lot of equity from the government absolutely so, and, and and that's that's all i'm saying is like the the power that they have from that section 230 we talked about it right mm-hmm. They have so much power, right? Because it's giving them the ability to monopolize, and it's giving them the ability to I mean, to grow. I mean, like, like here is also the next thing, and not to get too too technical and begin talking economics here. Mm-hmm. The whole thing about what a monopoly is and things like that mm-hmm. is something that's that there's lots of agreements and disagreements on. Okay. 
Because, okay, like technically what's a monopoly? A monopoly is a company that's so big, it can set prices, you know, anyhow it wants. Yes. And things and things like that. And according to some definitions, mm-hmm. a company isn't a monopoly for so long as people can come in and challenge it. Because like, for example, there there's like... Yeah, but who can just come and challenge Twitter though? No, no, like, let me... Let me actually use this, use this example. There's actually this whole um, meme on, meme online. It's like a screenshot from I believe the year two thousand and eight. Yeah. Where um, a Google search talks about how MySpace will never be displaced. It's a natural monopoly. Mm-hmm. MySpace exists. Isn't really significant today. No, it's not. And, no, it's not. So, and so, so you think there could be comp- there, there could be no, competition for yeah. like Twitter and Facebook. Yes, and one thing I'd I'd also tell you, say I mean, you is may that have a point. No, no, you may like, have a point. Like, I, like, go on. Let me just just quickly make this point. Okay. One thing I'd also say is one thing which many people have never realized throughout American history, going back to the Gilded Age, mm-hmm. the first big regulations under this whole thing of breaking up cartels and things like that with yeah. the regulations on the railroads the mm. railroads asked for the regulations mm. because the railroads realized that if they had the regulations it's it makes it um more difficult for the competition to come in so like for example mm-hmm. a couple of years ago mark zuckerberg was before the u.s congress and he was like yes please regulate me guys that should send a question mark to everyone why does zuckerberg want to be regulated According to what we've been told, we've been told that companies do not want regulations, which is a myth. Why does Zuckerberg want to be regulated? Because he knows that he will be empowered. He will be entrenched. He'll be. He'll be. Yeah, protected. that's what I'm saying. He'll, yeah, he will be. So, which is what I say about people who talk about, you know, Section Two Thirty re- reform, antitrust, and things like that. There are reasons to be highly skeptical and believe that. At the end of the day, yeah, it will actually empower these companies more than it will. If they remove it, if they remove those exceptions for them. No, if if if, if they should try to do antitrust um 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 proceedings against them, okay. or try regulate them, it will actually entrench them and not reduce their power. Okay, well we veered off for a second yeah. there, so let's go back to Hunter Hunter Biden. So Facebook, Twitter, they throttle these stories. Um, media, they keep ignoring the story i mean even christine and M- 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 poor someone mm-hmm. one of the trump on surrogates CNN. challenged her on it that why aren't you asking the questions and she's like well we're not going to be doing your investigative work for you and i'm like oh you're a journalist you're the media like what the heck what no, the heck is no, going on toby no, no no but like one thing one thing i'll, I'll actually say I think I've, I've actually told you this before. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just say this on air. Um, in 2019, January, yeah. I attended an event in Washington, D.C. And yeah. in one of the breakout events of the conferences, it involved um, Steve Forbes. He's like the heir of like the Forbes magazine yeah. empire. And the breakout had to do with fake news. And he actually said something very interesting. What? He said that what we're actually saying in the United States right now is he said traditionally in this country, the media were have were openly and unashamedly aligned with different parties. Yeah. So, for example, back in the day, the Democrats had their newspapers that were unashamedly behind them. Yeah. The Republicans had theirs. But then, that's changed around the middle of the 20th century. He says what he believes is 
we're actually seeing a breakdown of those of these structures of these structures and a reversion back to a media whereby people know that you know pick up this newspaper it's all the the bidding for some party they're yes. doing yeah because there is no other way you can describe it it's look it's almost like all the big media channels cnn msnbc fox news they pretty I mean, much have it's a who, big story yeah they pretty much have big, who they're i mean you have with. you have and 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 the fact that people like like christian and mm poor and many journalists are saying things like um we do not want to do your bidding in investigating the story is basically a way of saying because we're doing someone else's bidding exactly it's really ridiculous so and then another thing that i found really really strange was you had this guy right that guy what's his name bubulinski yeah, or whatever Bubulinsky. this is the guy that apparently the biden family wanted to make the head of this corporation mm -hmm. that they put together that was going to be working with china i don't want to get into details or whatever because mm -hmm. i honestly don't even want to get censored myself <laughs> i don't want that to come from my ass but the long story short was that he was supposed to be like the the um what's it called the you know the figurehead mm -hmm. essentially mm -hmm. um and i don't think he realized because what, what, what the reason why he started getting mad was that he decided that he wanted to put um governance rules around because he knew mm -hmm. you know he had met with joe biden in person according to him allegedly mm -hmm. they had met together in a dinner like he they had been a wink wink towards him like mm -hmm. okay joe biden is kind of behind this too but obviously he wasn't on the letterhead of the company all that mm -hmm. so i think in his mind he was like look i'm not trying to get into trouble he was going to put governance rules around the company itself and he was going to treat this like a real company like now in his mind he, he was thinking okay yes i get it i'm getting into into business with the bidings but we're just going to try to put a shield around so that there's no you know suspect there's no one is suspecting any kind of impropriety right probably to cover himself and they would keep ignoring him and like all the time they would just keep ignoring him over like different things and you had hunter biden that was just flying around the world meeting with all these world leaders and doing business deals and doing business deals on with this company and this guy is supposed to be the ceo mm -hmm. so he's getting frustrated like what's going on like and i think he got so frustrated that he just i think i don't know i, I guess he gave up or whatever and maybe he just he just he let it go and it wasn't until all these stories started coming up and then he's some of his emails started coming up in this leak mm -hmm. that he decided to come out and say you know because apparently they had they had made some accusations towards him and he felt slighted mm -hmm. he said he's he's he comes from a family of general of military men like he's a prideful family or whatever and he had sent a message to one of the handlers of the bidens that look I need you guys to have those guys take back those statements. Mm -hmm. And the guy replied him and he was like, nah, man, I, I don't think they're going to take this one back. So he was like, fuck it. I'm going to come out, came out and said, yes, I was in, I was in partnership with the Biden family. Mm -hmm. And he confirmed, well, he alleged that he met with Joe. Um, he alleged that a lot of the deals that were happening, that even like the whole governance thing that he brought up, apparently 
Joe Biden was the one that shut it down and told him, no, we're not, we're not doing anything. So th there was a concerted, allegedly, there was a concerted effort here, right, to have this company just be a, a vehicle to secure deals, to bring money into the company. At some point, they said China paid about $10 million. Five million went towards the Biden family or something like that. Mm. I mean, there are there's there's evidence. There's like emails and text yeah. of these guys talking about this stuff. This is not just like them talking. The, the guy showed emails of text of emails that they sent to him. So th it wasn't as if he doctored anything, <laughs> according to him. And the media are just like, no, it can't be verified. It can't. Be, we don't know. And I'm like, how are they ever going to get their credibility back after this? How? It's impossible. You see, and that's why the internet is so powerful. Because it's the wild, wild west internet. I mean, like, basically, the internet has, like, totally, sub like, subverted the whole... Completely. The whole um, media structure completely. Completely. They, they, it, it's hard for them to keep up with their narratives now. Because mm -hmm. you have all these conflicting things that come out. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, Rudy Giuliani, who's the the president's personal lawyer, pretty much said he found this laptop. The laptop had all this information in it. Now, how he came across the laptop was a little bit dodgy. Um, the, I, the repairman and... Yeah, it was a little bit dodgy. But here's the key thing. The Bidens haven't come out to deny any of the excerpts in those laptops. There was some really I don't know how I, mean, no. I, I I don't know how deep you've gotten into it. There was some really there was some really sick stuff in that yeah. laptop. You know that, right? Yeah, drawings. I'm not gonna. And, um, I'm not even talking about the drawings yeah, and hookers yeah, parts. I know. There was some other. There was some other really sick stuff. In no, no, it. like sick stuff. Whereby if a normal person does that, yeah, you'll be on on the registry for. <laughs> yes. Let's Let, let's just leave it. Let's just leave it at that. Leave it there. Yeah, and I mean, look. Here is the reality about everything, like in the bigger scheme of things. And it's why at the day populism exists in this country. And it's why people who do not take their time to like really understand, look, you don't need to like what the populists are saying or their mm -hmm. message, yeah. but you need to like understand where they're coming from. And one of the main thing, things with like populists in this country, whether on the left or the right, is there is a feeling that there is a set of laws for the political class and the connected. Yeah. And then there's a set of laws for you suckers. Yes. Yeah. And this whole Biden thing does nothing to douse that no. whole sentiment. It and does. we also shouldn't forget that the Democrats also in 2016 mm. also ran a candidate who had equally the same dodgy thing. And <laughs> the same thing. And, and, and oh my and, god. And even if you look at something like you know like the whole russia gets scandal mm. or the whole ukraine gets scandal at the end of the day no one is going to jail yeah no one's been held accountable for anything yeah life yeah. goes on and this like these are the things that you know kind of like really and, but 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 let's be honest though they've always done this right and this is always stuff that yeah. people have just kind of just looked away no no but it's not the been problem, that brazen it, it that's the thing this one was it was i mean as the vp and and what makes it even weirder is because because of this very same burisma situation right now let's let's keep it let's let's keep it separate 
the 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 Bobulonsky joint is that's a different company. Mm-hmm. It's different from the Burisma deal. The mm-hmm. Burisma deal is the one that um Rudy kind of like has been exposing. And while he was exposing that, some of the other deals came to light. Like mm-hmm. this it's called CFC deal. Mm-hmm. CFC deal is the Bobulinski deal. But the Burisma stuff is it's weird because the Democrats impeached Trump over this stuff. That that's why this one I think was no, a little no, no. bit personal. No, like here's they the main thing. They impeached Trump over this stuff. Like, you know that, right? Like this whole thing shows <laughs> shows why the whole Russia Ukraine gets then is a joke of epic and and here and here they, the they're really playing with our minds. Yeah. There. No, 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 no. Like like something I've always said for a very long time. Like the fact that they could come out with the Russia and Ukraine get scandal actually kind of shows what they think about average Americans. Like, they, they try to run the same play. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and then the second play was actually something that he was actually gu- No, actually, both of them, they were both guilty of because it turns out that Hillary Clinton actually had actually worked with the Russians to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. And then they tried to flip it on Donald Trump mm-hmm. with the Ukraine one, right? They try to impeach him over it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a serious no, but like, action that they took. No, they like, try to impeach him over it, mm-hmm. and it turns out the very thing that Trump was trying to to raise red flags on these these new emails and texts are kind of sure, proving yeah. a lot of a lot of what he was trying to raise the red flags on. Mm-hmm. He got rid of that guy, mm-hmm. and now they claim okay. They come back and they say, well, no, uh, the interna- they say the international community was against this prosecutor in Ukraine, in Ukraine. right? They replaced him with a guy that was even more corrupt. So, no, no, like, Ukraine is a, is a very corrupt country. Yeah, so like, it's like, what do you... But then Biden, Biden took time, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. He was in charge of that, that whole Ukraine region, whatever, but he took time. To decide that you know what that guy i don't want that guy yeah and it's it's on video him saying it is on he's video. bragging about this guy for those that are wondering what's going on this guy that we're talking about was a prosecutor that was supposed to be coming after um burisma, burisma which is the company that hunter biden worked for and was getting paid 50 grand a, a month um and biden came out and said yeah i killed the deal now, his excuse was that, well, he was a corrupt guy and the international community was against him. But why are you bragging about this? And then you 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 get rid of him and they just replace him with another corrupt guy. Like, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? We know what's going on here. Now, they claim that, no, the guy was never really uh, investigating Burisma. That was a lie. He was. And Glenn Greenwald has shown yeah, that. Shown you guys look up Glenn Greenwald. There's a there's an article he put out today where he's going over every single thing. It's complicated. It, it it's for it's for people that are politic, polit- really following the news. Yes, like it, the it, last it, this is like nerd stuff. This is like politics nerd stuff. This is if you are just one of those casual, uh, yeah, what's happening today kind of person. This is not for you. If you really want to understand what's going on, look it up. Look up Glenn Greenwald's article. He has two articles. One where he's attacking his former um resignation letter yes his resignation letter for the company that he built can you imagine he had to leave his own company yeah. and the second one where he goes 
breaks down exactly what's going on with the media colluding with Biden to pretty much not expose this Ukraine scandal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty in depth, man. It's pretty in depth, and and I think it's it's rather unfortunate. But um, I don't. Did you have anything else on this Ukraine joint? No, nothing else Biden. per se. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that not real well. Um, the other last topic I wanted to bring up was COVID, man. How are you holding up with COVID? Have you been quarantining? I meant to even ask you that. I mean, uh, as as much as you can. I've been working from home for like forever. For the, so. for the entire time. Yeah, so I mean. Are you sick of it yet? Yeah, in a sense. Uh, did you hear about WHO warning? Yes. Uh, saying, lockdowns? Yes. Saying that like, you know, more, more lockdowns shouldn't be done. That they, cause, they cause more harm than they actually solve. So what do you think is going to happen after the election? Do you think this state that we're in right now is driven more by the elect by the upcoming elections? Do you think it's played any factor? Or do you think these guys are genuinely being concerned for our safety and welfare? Because I, I don't know what to believe at this point. I keep hearing I mean one I mean look one minute WHO is saying lockdown, next minute they're saying don't lock down and then all of a sudden the US media is saying no, we're not listening to WHO like like what the look, f- what the heck is going on, look. man? Where my whole stance on COVID has always been is there is a lot to COVID that we do not know about, which the so-called experts are not willing to humbly say in public that there's a lot we do not know about. Because even as of right now, mm-hmm. COVID is making a resurgence in it is. Europe. And, and they've been on lockdown, right? They've been on lockdown. Yeah, they've been on lockdown. And I mean, supposedly the Europeans are meant to have everything right. But, you know, COVID, the, the, like the COVID deaths in the EU now surpass the US. So, I mean. Wait, really? Are you sure about that? Yeah, slightly. How much? Just by slightly. I was looking at the graph yesterday. They have about 200,000 COVID deaths? Yeah in, yeah, in the in the whole of the EU. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, which is part of why I say... And the EU is not as populated as the US, is it? It's more. Oh, it's more populated. Yeah, we add all those countries together, like the total population comes out more. So more than 300 million yeah. people? Yeah, because in this country, we're 330, yeah, three, 340. Yeah. And in the EU, they're like 400 million. Four twenty five million. But it's okay, okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. So I mean my stance on COVID has always been very simple from day one. Mm -hmm. There's simply a lot about COVID which isn't fully known. That that has really been been my stance and I feel that Do you do you think they're they're purposely not sharing this with us? And maybe the election has something to do with it. I'm trying to fig- figure I out mean, if this has any relationship, I mean, like, relationship because let me say that's this. my guess. No, no, my no, my okay, guess is like, that after the election, okay. things are going to change. Okay, like, let me actually break down the layers. Okay, so, like, for example, yes, there might be a possibility that, you know, some of, like, the blue state governors and, and things like that, you know, understand, you know, what a repressed economy will do and things like that. 
Okay. So in that aspect, okay, yeah, I would give it that, you know, that might be happening, that might not be happening. But I feel on the side of like the professional epidemiologists yeah. and technocrats and things like that, there simply is an unwillingness to say, look, there are things here which we simply do not know about. So, so you think they just, it's just that they just don't know. They just don't know enough. Yes, they don't know enough and, and are not willing to confess that they do not know enough. Why wouldn't they be willing to? I mean, these are like it's, nerds it's, and geeks that it's spend so, all their life studying these I mean, things. I mean, it's a whole, in, in many ways, it's a hubris that comes with the job. Hmm. Interesting. So we just don't have the answers. Uh, look, 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 like just, just look at like all the things which came out at the very beginning. They said, wear, um, do not wear masks. They do not work. Now it's wear masks. At the very beginning, they said like, you know, people get COVID from surfaces. Now I don't even know where they are. So it's like, as time has gone by, our assumptions just keep changing and going up and down. So which is why I say at the end of the day, my conclusion simply is there is a lot to COVID, which we simply do not know, know about. And people are not willing to just say, look, this is, you know, a totally new thing, which we do not know about, but we have to figure out something. Uh, uh, did you hear about pneumonia cases being, being down? Where? Uh, in the U S. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Like, what does that have to, have to do with um, COVID? Oh, it's just a theory. It's, it's that, because you know, the symptoms are very similar. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I said pneumonia. Um, Cancer? I mean, sorry, flu, flu cases. Oh, oh, flu cases. I heard something about flu I mean, cases being down. I mean, I won't, like, look, I won't be shocked. And one thing I would also say. Yeah, it says, and this was this is CDC, CDC, CDC says seasonal flu cases hit record lows around the world. Data from Southern Hemisphere shows sharp drops in influenza cases during the typical season. Um, in some places it was as it was down as low as. But I'll also add something. Nineteen percent. I'd also add something with with all the people inside. It kind of makes sense. Because how do people get flu? You, uh, you go to the store, you yeah, go to school, you're right, you're you right, travel, you're right, and, and you're right, you're right, you're right. No, no, that is a good point. So, so that might have nothing to do with yeah, flu cases being commingled mm-hmm. with. You're and, right, you're and, right. You have a point. And I'll I'll also add something. If you should remember, like in in August, we've been told that like you know, um, you know, there's gonna be a new outbreak of COVID with like you know schools opening and things like that, and yeah. the and the world is about to end. Mm-hmm. Nothing has happened. Not a man. Not a has happened. I mean, I mean, I think the kids should go back to school because it's not deadly for kids at all. Yeah, true. Absolutely. It's not. It's, I, think we're, I think we're robbing these kids, man. Absolutely. I really do think so. I mean, so. and <sighs> no, and one, one other thing about just kids in school is in general, like kids being in school actually removes a lot of the plates of parents, if you understand why, man. So mm-hmm. like, like, for example, having kids at home having to put them on um you know zoom lessons and things like that while at the same time you know they have to like work work it's very disruptive now it's very disruptive i I don't know how they i don't know how the parents are doing it right now man it's crazy i really don't know 
But all I all I know is that I'm I'm ready for this nightmare called 2020 to be over. I'm, I'm like I'm tired. Well, we still have two more months to I, to live. I am tired. I am tired. Um, I'm. Have you voted yet? I'm not voting. You're not voting. Yeah, because I'm registered to vote in Florida. In Florida. I haven't changed my voter registration and. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm voting at this point. Um, uh, my 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 wife is trying to just take my my mail ballots, seize it from me. She, she said she doesn't trust what I'm gonna do when I get in that booth. <laughs> so she she's trying to. She says she's gonna she's gonna hide it or something. I'm like. I'm going to report you to the election commission if you do that. No, but um, no, on a serious note, though, I, I live in Maryland. There's only so much of a difference it'll make. I will be out there, though, to go and watch film because I already know that it's going, to be, it's going to be lit. I can just tell. People are going to be excited. People are going to be... And some people are going to be really angry. People and... are going to be angry. It's going to be... I'm going to be there with my camera. Um... One thing I will tell you though that is, if I do vote, I am not voting Biden. I am absolutely not. I would, I would, I would vote Kanye before I voted Biden. Like that's how much I am not even trying uh, to mess with that side at all. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I really, I think this is the last stand. They, they, a lot of people say this is the last stand of the establishment. This is the last stand of the swamp how they put it uh, i mean and if my own is if trump wins it'll be a much needed blow to this establishment class so i'll be honest with you call me a trump supporter come whatever you want <laughs> i am rooting for him to win <laughs> i am i have to uh... i have to i can't i can't i cannot i we, we can't stand to see these guys Take this, take over this thing again, because you, know, you know what what's gonna happen, right? I mean, like, what, no, Toby, once you get back in power, you know what's gonna happen. The wars begin again. But but that's not back that, but that's, to normal. That's that's what they do is they realize because right now they they're not in power. Mm. When they get back in power, they go back and they cover up all the yeah. That's that's actually true. All the all the 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 the, work. the, the dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. They're just gonna go. And they're, they're going to even put things in place to make sure that it is that much harder for them to be uprooted from this system. True. And that's why, for me, it's important that they go. True. It's important that they do not get back. And this is not just about Democrats. For me, it's about establishment. It's about the deep state. And I know people will say I sound like a conspiracy theorist, but it's real. I mean... I mean, look at what's going on with... With these operators, I mean, with these, all I'll with say these anonymous is, sources. I mean, all I'll say is, I mean, if people at least at some level do not accept that there is a permanent bureaucracy in Washington, D.C., you are beyond any you are, redemption. You're naive. You don't know what the heck is going on. They've, yeah. they've been yeah. in power regardless of, of what 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 president's party is, is, is in they've, charge. They've, they've been there. Obama or Bush, or it's all part of the same political class, and and yes, they have outsiders that come in, but they vet them first, yeah. and they make sure that they are beholding to them first and foremost, yeah. and then they can do whatever they want to do, but it has to be within their confines. Yeah. 
you guys listen man there's a lot going on in this country open your eyes I, like i be, i keep telling some of my friends i'm like you guys like pay attention like some of them they regurgitate all these talking points that they've heard and i'm like can you guys just even when i even try to like present the hunter biting um story psycho facts facts that are out there it's almost like they didn't want to hear it you know when you know how they say when people are like stuck in this bubble mm -hmm. and you tell them something that completely goes against the entire world view mm -hmm. their reaction and you can tell from their reaction their reaction is not like a normal reaction these are people that i've known for years people that have had very cordial relationships but instead their reaction is like a when someone gets triggered with certain things outside of their realm mm -hmm. their their first instinct is you know that fight or flight instinct mm -hmm. you know it's like to, it's like to fight it's like to lash out mm -hmm. that's that's yeah. what happens they lash out for first and foremost because mm -hmm. they don't know how to process it they don't they haven't been confronted with some of these things and i'm not honestly i'm not this it's not like i'm the smartest guy in the room i don't think i, I know everything there's still a lot that i don't know and there's a lot of stuff that you tell me here and i'm like yeah that happened it's a shitload i don't know but i've been following politics long enough to know that these these democrats republican gains it's all to just keep us distracted there's yeah, a, there's, I mean, a, there's a bigger play here it's it's a certain look like one thing i would actually say is when you have 500 former generals back in biden ah, come on <laughs> like you don't, you don't find that weird you don't find out that these people that have that have been in this structure for all these years all of a sudden they're all just no he can't all of a sudden trump is the worst thing in the world like are you kidding me we've known this we've known trump since the I mean, 70s I mean, look 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 like here here's like where my whole stance on trump is trump simply does things publicly mm -hmm. that they do in private essentially essentially and and you know it's you're right you're because trump too has his issues he has his corrupt issues the only problem is that he is more um brazen doesn't control himself yeah he is more transparent and I, and I know and i know that that might sound weird because trump lies a lot too yeah. trump is an exaggerator trump is is a narcissist he's a lot of things but i'm in terms of in ter like there, there's certain things that he said in public that i'm like wow he just he just said that in public I mean, like a very good, good example of something Trump all of a sudden said in public. And I was like, wow, this guy actually said this in public and confirmed what if some of us said a week before <laughs> yeah. will be called conspiracy theories. Like it was either in two. Yeah, it was probably 2018. He was like at some rally in Mississippi mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, I just spoke with the prince of Saudi Arabia <laughs> and I told him. I'll remove the military support and you'll fall in three days. <laughs> like, basically, in a span of five seconds, he confirmed Everything. what we have always known about how Everything. the U.S. government is protecting yes. the, the Saudi... In, in five seconds, yes. he confirmed... Propping up that, uh, the entire Saudi had, regime. He confirmed what people had been saying yeah, for, for like 20 years in like five and, seconds. And that's why the deep state, they don't like him. They don't yeah. like their business out there. Yeah. That's why there's this, there's such a huge machine against this, you know what I'm saying, against this guy. And for look, me, look, it's like, like... Like, where my stance is, is very simple. I would rather take my bets on making the glass shatter 
Yes. And then we build in the glass we build it into in. something new. Yes. Then align it to stay where yes. it currently is. Yes. That's ex- that's ex- that's the best way to that's the best way to put it. I'll take my chances. I I just I just dealt with four years of Trump. I can do another four years. And then once Trump is out of office, because then, then maybe we can get it right. Because here's something people do not understand is Trump in the scheme of things is a side distraction because people are even already saying that regardless of if he wins or not, look, one thing which many people really do not really realize and it is a second to people is Trump has opened a Pandora's box, which is going nowhere. Yeah. Even if Biden um, wins on Tuesday, That's true. it's going nowhere. That's true. Because even if Trump, um, even if, if Trump loses on Tuesday, what's going to happen is people who support, you know, his policies or are aligned with his worldview mm-hmm. are going to go back and they're going to regroup. Because like, for example, one thing that happened after Trump is there are a whole bunch of intellectuals who have been struggling to put a coherent yeah. ideology or, or, or whatever you want to call it behind Trump. And one thing they say is, regardless of if Trump wins on Tuesday or loses, even if Trump loses, that they will carry They're on. Still keep and, on it. and this whole thing is going nowhere. nowhere. So. So like the whole idea of um Biden will come and Biden will finally place everything back together, delusion. But they will. I what, what one thing he will do is cover the tracks though. He'll cover the tracks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's He'll cover possible. all their tracks. Yeah, that's that's possible. And and I, I mean, like one thing. And 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 I think it'll be. I I, I think there's still many more truths no. to be unearthed. Would you agree? Yeah, still I, so I agree. Many more truths to be, and yeah. I feel like Trump is probably dying to unearth a lot of these things. You know, like one thing I'll say is like we've seen how the past four years have been. If this guy should win again on Tuesday, how are the next four years going to be? Like, because let's try to envision. Let's let let's try to do a thought experiment. Let's try to envision. Let's say Trump wins. Um, November fourth. Thirty uh, man. riots. Okay, yeah, riots will riots will begin. And one thing which probably I, into Christmas. No, one thing which I know about riots, Trump will crush those things immediately because so, Trump will feel empowered, like he has a mandate, and he'll be like, "Guys, I played kid gloves since the summer. You guys, yeah. I'm crushing you guys. Yeah. That's what he's gonna do. There is no doubt in my mind." But well, let's one. go on. Let's go on. So. Once that happens, you know this establishment—they're not going to go away yeah. anytime soon. They're still—they're still in yeah. in in our institutions. Yeah, they're all over. Yeah, from the security parastatals to the media, the media to everything—they yeah. are entrenched. Mm-hmm. They're not just going to just go away. One of the things I saw, which I, I sent you a link for, was Trump is looking to get rid of a bunch of federal federal positions. Like he's coming up with all these policies. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is Trump. He's gonna start cleaning house. I mean, you have to admit he has to. Yeah, I mean, to to, to some level. I mean, to an to an extent, he's gonna start cleaning house. All these people that in the in not in the administration, but in all these institutions that come out against him, he's just gonna start cleaning house. Hmm. There's gonna be a reaction. They're not going away. Yeah. They're not going away. You're still gonna have Antifa, the streets level but in- peeps. Let them finish. The street level peeps. They're gonna be inciting. It will happen. Okay. 
and this could happen for for months to come okay. we've already started seeing experiments like um what happened in in seattle uh see see chop 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 city you're gonna see things like that popping up in in all these liberal strongholds yeah. let me finish okay. now at some point people like because trump is in office now mm -hmm. and everyone under him has to fall they have to pretty much bend the knee now mm -hmm. um you're gonna start seeing people that are within the establishment start to turn because everyone is going to be looking out for their self-interest they're going to bend the knee it's something they're going to bend the knee in bending the knee what's going to happen is they're going to start unraveling some of these things they, i feel like there's so there's still so many state secrets that we haven't heard about in the last 10 years that they've been sealing these state secrets are going to start getting unraveled and what's going to happen is and i know this is not i'm this is not going to end well toby for who for anyone because let me finish including trump i don't know about trump is a rich guy the guy can hop on his flavor i'm talking about for the rest of us oh. human beings there's going to become uh an opposition faction that's going to emerge of all the people like the brennans all of them the clintons from the old class my fear is that they might want to and, and they're gonna have some people supporting this but they might want to um somehow create a separate state yeah do you get where i'm going here i agree with that this is a real threat it's a real threat um and at some point you're gonna start seeing people saying they want to secede yeah i agree with it's that. gonna happen because they really they've they've built up trump to be this racist boogeyman that's looking to exterminate all people of color is <laughs> the truth and they can't walk that back now they can't say oh, well we didn't really mean that no they're gonna keep going they're gonna keep talking about this threat that we have in office he's he's not gonna be seen as a legitimate president by a good faction of the people sure now how much of the people i don't know but for a good faction of them what I'm trying to tell you, Toby, is that we could be headed to civil war. Let's face the facts. You know this. I will be headed back to Florida, yeah. Actually, Florida will be safer for you. I know. Florida will be safer for you. I, I, I get a little comfort knowing that Maryland has a Republican governor. That, that's the little comfort I get, but it's not safe, bro. It's not safe out here in these streets. But that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at an escalation of tension in this country on all levels. The establishment, the former establishment that were in power and that are losing power and that are going to be getting exposed. And it could lead up to a civil war because the media is not going to keep, it's not, they're not going to, they're still going to keep doing, doing their bidding. You know what I'm saying? So you tell me what you think about that. I mean, like, what you're actually saying isn't necessarily um, far-fetched because all of a sudden, in the past few years, the media in this country has made secession a very, um, a very comfortable thing to say in public. Because, like, the irony about this country today is 
anything that borders on secession mm -hmm. that is actually being practiced hardcore doesn't come from the right. It comes from the left. From the left, I know. I know. So, so, so like, a very good, um, good example I actually gave a couple of days in our WhatsApp chat group was this whole thing of um, sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. Yeah. What people do not understand is the intellectual underpinnings for sanctuary cities and sanctuary states carried to its logical conclusion are actually the intellectual pinnings for secession. Yeah. Yeah, like safe safe zones for like certain. Yeah, because functions. like, no, no, because how do I put it? Okay, like, just to give a quick, you know, synopsis without going too far. Like, there's this whole theory called the compact theory, okay. and the whole idea is the American Union was formed together by the states coming aside, um, not coming aside, coming together, and the whole idea is, as a result, the states can actually pull out if they want to. So when the U.S. It is called the United States. Because when the U.S. Constitution was ratified, if one reads the ratifying documents in like Virginia, Rhode Island, and New York, uh. it's explicitly said that if anything happens, yeah. those states have the right to withdraw from the United States. Very explicitly said it. Till today. Yeah, like, like the ratifying con um, conventions in Virginia, New York, and I be believe Rhode Island... The conventions that ratified the U.S. Constitution in the late 18th century in Virginia, New York, and Rhode Island explicitly said that if anything happens, that they have the rights to withdraw from the United States. All right. So and, and it's that same theory, uh, which is the same theory used for sanctuary citizens, sanctuary states. The whole idea is that the federal government uh, can't push states around to um, enforce federal laws. And the Supreme Court has backed this thing up. Hmm. So basically, in this country, the people like actually practicing anything that flirts with breaking up secession are actually on the left, not even the right. The right, they're just okay, no, te Texas has Texas Texas mouth. always flirts with it though. Texas tends to flirt with that, especially but it's usually over like stuff like gun rights. But they yeah. flirted with it in the past. Yeah. Like you have like a lot of people that live in Texas that call for secession that they, they've always called for secession, yeah. but theirs has never really come to fruition. Mm -hmm. But you're right about the sanctuary state. It's almost like something that's already in place. Even the name of it itself, yes, yeah, sanctuary states. Yeah, sanctuary states and sanctuary cities. Cities. It's almost like, wow. So if there is some kind of civil war, there're going to be certain cities that you can't be in. Man. No, no, like one thing I've always said is if anything comes to a civil war or anything, all the big cities are going to see a huge decrease in their population. And I'll tell you why. Right. Look at any big city, Washington, D.C. Many people, like, for example, in Washington, D.C., uh -huh. came from somewhere else. That's true. Or in New York, you know. That's so true. Everyone would just. Nobody wants that smoke, man. Exactly. So you you move back to Florida. You think you'll be safe in Florida? Absolutely. I mean, if no. if, if if anything is to happen, I'd rather be in Florida than than in in the DMV. <laughs> Florida or just the southeast in general? Yeah. Interesting. Ah, we'll see, man. I, mean, I don't know. We'll I mean, see. but like again, you know, I feel people we might just be 
um, we might be getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, and things might not necessarily get to that stage, but things would definitely get. So I, I just gave you worst case scenario. Yeah. Now you give me best case scenario, and then we'll wrap this up. Best best case scenario that you can think of. You think the country is, can unify? I think the best case scenario is the elite will have to begin capitulating and reforming. Which is what I'm hoping for. That's, because, all, that's all I ever asked for. Because the best case scenario is all that needs to happen is for cracks to begin happening and people begin saying that, okay, it's time to begin addressing some of the issues and problems and demands people have. Because the reality is either on the left or the right, there is so what, so what, so what would that look like? Would there be someone someone was calling someone was saying that there needs to be a reconciliation, something and reconciliation. No, 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 no. That that's all smoke and mirrors. What so is, so so what would that look like if people start to concede? You're gonna what well, you're gonna start seeing candidates kind of pivot on their positions okay. and, and maybe one, distance right. themselves from certain elements of the left? Like no. One, play that out. One very good example is this whole thing about laws apply to some people and there's no accountability. So, for example, let's look at like all the biggest fiascos in, in the past 20 years. Uh -huh. The Iraq War, the financial crisis of 2008, uh -huh. and things like that. Yeah. Till date, no one has been held accountable for the Iraq War. Till date, no bankers have gone to jail. So, I mean, what else would it look like? Um, this whole thing of, of like, you know, bailing out companies, yeah. corporate welfare would have to be cut back on. What else would it look like? Um, maybe America's vast um, military, you know, spread all over the world will fundamentally have to be requestioned. Um, mm. What else would it look like? Um, a lot of institutions would have to become more inclusive, and not just inclusive in a super in a superficial way, but yeah. inclusive in a real, um, in a real manner that has substance. When you say inclusive, what do you mean? Like, are we talking about diversity here? <laughs> diversity. Oh, yeah. What a joke. Um, or oh, oh, more? Are you talking about more? No, no. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Like, let me actually say something. And I'm, 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 I'm happy you touched about this um, diversity then. Many people have said this, and I even hear this come from people on the left, not even people on the right, you know, yeah. who, who hate affirmative action or anything like that. Mm. All those diverse, all these diversity things are meant to give many of all these elite institutions a veneer of legitimacy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah and I see that play out. Trust so, me. I, I for see that example, play out all the time. For example, let's say um, an institution or a university has an acceptance rate of 2%. Mm -hmm. If they really c did care about diversity and align people from different backgrounds in, uh -huh. they can increase the acceptance rates to 5% or 6%. Uh -huh. But rather than increasing it to 5 or 6%, they will still keep it that way, but they will bring in, quote-unquote, a few minorities so that, so that they will never get, you know... Um, questioned. Questioned. Like, basically, this whole diversity industry is I a sham. It's a scam, no? It's a sham of epic proportions. And in many ways, it's only to give institutions legitimacy. So like in real subs, um, substantive ways. And then another issue would be the whole issue of crime. Because as things stand in this country today, petty crime uh -huh. gets punished more heavily than... Um, 
than like big, uh, big white collar crime. white collar crimes. Disparities like that have to be um, touched addressed. Um, uh, well, that's that's debatable because there's one that yeah it has financial impacts on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But then petty crimes is one thing to say petty crimes, but then if it's a petty crime that comes with violence, no, 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 then that's yes. a different thing. Yes, yes, you know yes, yes. Do not get me wrong. If it's something that involves violence and bodily harm against people, yeah, yes, that's something. But if it's because you know someone had a broken tail light mm. or something dumb like yeah, that, yeah, we need to reel, yeah. reel that stuff yeah. in. We need to reel that stuff in. Yeah, it's because it's, it's just a way like for that. some of these states to just make money and just. Yeah. just churn exactly with all these bureaucracies that are just bringing people for like tail lights and mm-hmm. they're spending time in jail and then they exactly ha- they have to go mortgage their grandma's house in order to pay yep uh, bail like come on man we need we really you're right you're right we need this we need reform and that's what we say like we need criminal justice reform mm-hmm. but it's not it's not what a lot of us think it is mm-hmm. it's not what a lot of these people that are calling for it think it is mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it mm-hmm. we, we we need to get get away from a place where where money is the soul is the sole decider of of, of, who gets of the quality of justice you get yeah. it shouldn't be mm-hmm. It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things that. Man, I'm I'm really hoping for your best case scenario, man. I, I'm like I'm kind of like you make me feel you made me feel a little better because I all I, mean, I keep thinking about is I the mean, worst case scenario. I mean, I mean th- that's the best case scenario. Yeah, and, and then, then and then maybe democratic one places might, will be held more accountable, right? Their leaders. But but what might realistic realistically happen is maybe things begin heading. In the in the direction of the worst case scenario, mm-hmm. and there's a pullback, and then I would even say say something even you know deeper and more fundamental than this whole thing. Yeah, the federal government needs to be massively scaled back because. Here, Thank look, you. Please give me give me give me that because ah no, please look 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 here please look, we need we need look, to reel look, back in this look, bureaucracy look, man look. it's too it's too here bloated is, look look here is it's the too reality many useless people here is the reality. Look at like this whole thing we just had to do with um Supreme Court's um nominations. Like the reason why there is so much conflict over Supreme Court nominations has to do with who wields federal power. Uh, that that is the pure reality. Yeah. It, it's a question of who has to wield who wields federal power. And And there's only a select few. Exactly. The president. And then you have you have the Senate, but it's the body of the Senate. One other reform. And then you have the one other reform, very important. The U.S. Congress needs to be reformed. How so? I mean, like I've said before, like real governance in, in America doesn't take place in the House of Reps. Well, how how what would reform look like? Is what I'm asking. The, um, the floor of the House of Reps has to be opened to more um to any member of congress being able to introduce anything because everything that gets introduced like on the floor of the house of reps mm-hmm. is highly controlled by party leadership mm. very highly so controlled we need, we need more so the, so more ideas need to come so there can be more consensus and things like that it's highly scripted highly controlled if the speaker doesn't want something to arrive on the floor it's of nuts. the house, there's nothing you can possibly do. And you know why it's highly controlled? Why? Because of the lobbyists. Yeah. 
everything has to get screened through yeah, the lobbyists. Absolutely true. So, and that's why we need campaign finance reform too. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man, guy, yeah, we can keep going on and on about the problems in this country. Ah, oh, it's been real, man. But, man, um, any wow. parting words, Toby? I know. Um, we, we, hey, you didn't realize that it was, it was um, ten o'clock, right? Um, what are my parting words? Um. I feel regardless of what happens on Tuesday, yeah, everyone should take a chill pill. People shouldn't allow the worst to come out of them regardless of what happens on Tuesday. Mm. Okay. Um people should try reach out and understand people whose views views they might not understand or really not know that much about. Um, regardless of what happens on Tuesday, yeah, we certainly are living through very um very um momentous times. Yeah, very turbulent times too. Yeah several times too i agree and you're right man i think i think empathy is important mm-hmm. i think we need to have compassion mm-hmm. we really do i think we really need to remember especially people that we love people that are close to us family friends mm-hmm. we need to remember that these people they're all human too some of us can take it. Me, I can take the 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 abuse. Me, I take it every day from my family and friends. I mean, like some of us are built different, but some other people are not. They're not not quite, you know. And I I just think I think one of the most important things is to challenge the things that you hear, the things that you see. Let's even say yes, you you've done your fact check or whatever. Challenge those things. Like, have that questioning attitude. Because not everything is always what it seems. It's not never always what it seems. Um, but you're right, man. I think it's going to be really, really important for us to kind of hold back. Because there are going to be people that lash out on both sides. Yeah. Depending on who lose, loses. I think it's going to be so important for us to hold back. I, I really hope we can all... I, I, I don't expect Trump to be the one that people unify around but i hope that there could be something else that can unify us i don't know what it is but and i'll also add there is more to life than, than politics there is man there is it's it's these politicians they don't give a shit about they don't well a lot of them really don't give a shit about anybody yeah just their self-interest um and the people around them mm-hmm you know, and some of them, they care about the ideas, but they're not necessarily, you know, like some, a lot of these people, they, they're flying to the Hamptons on their private jets, like living, living La Vida Loca. They don't, we can't let this, we can't let these politics tear us apart, man. We really can't. We really can't afford to. Um, but yeah, man, um, it's been real. Uh, we'll be back election night. I'm yep. gonna be down here. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna hook up 
uh, everything, like my my laptop to this. How, so many, that how many TV screens are we going to have? We're going to have one. We're going to have this one TV screen. But I'm going to hook up because I can only play like like TV. Because you know this is usually just YouTube I can play here. Yeah, but we should have something that, that, that like shows the results. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to hook it up. We're going to be watching. We're going to be watching the different uh, channel coverages. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have drinks. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a late night. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be... How many people are going to be here? Well, for now, it's just you and I. Okay. But I'm gonna be, we're gonna be skyping with a few people. Okay. I got some things planned. Okay. I got some things. Some people that definitely hate Trump too. Okay. You know, so it's gonna be lit, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to just keep it party, chill atmosphere. Uh, they're gonna be watching every state come through. Okay. And it's gonna be a speculative night. Let me put it that way. Okay. So, yeah, okay. man. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. I know okay. this was a, this was another long episode, but um, take care, guys. All right, take it easy. Thank mm -hmm. you.